0: Hey, this is Mike Herrera. You're listening to Magnified Pod.
1: This is a yelling podcast. From poking at you to plans and everything in between, this is Magnified Pod, the only podcast that discusses culture, religion, politics, and the entire discography of everyone's favorite left-coast punks. M-X-P-X Woo And we're back
2: hmm
1: I am Andrew I'm Derry Merbles. <laughs> A.K.A. John <laughs> And this is our podcast mm-hmm. We are doing it again Yep Sometimes Poke, you have to Poking at you Revisited You know, we excogitated We did <laughs> Over this uh-huh. And we decided It was about time to do this podcast at our house yeah. again
3: it was gonna cause ignominy not to
1: <laughs> exactly. not, not to revisit it exactly so we are doing this podcast the poking album again and some people might be thinking you guys you already did this why could you why would you possibly need to do this again
3: well get off our
1: ass <laughs> Exactly. First, first thing, (laughs) why do you got to be such a dick? Yeah. We're just, we're trying to, we're doing this for you. Okay. So, (laughs) um, we have gotten no complaints (laughs) about us doing this. Yeah. Anyway, so we're doing this again because I, I went back and I listened to, uh, the, our first episode Mm -hmm. and we technically only covered nine of the 21 songs on the album. Right. And then we highlighted two others for Mike's Vocab Corner. Indeed. Uh, where we brought up the, the words excogitate and ignominy. Um, so we didn't even technically discuss half the album. And we have been wanting, if we're gonna be do this in earnest to discuss every single album, mm-hmm. it's funny. And I pulled this quote from that first episode right before we got into discussing the album, and I texted this to you because I thought it was so <laughs> funny of of things to come. And I quote, "This is me speaking." I said, Also, recognizing that we just can't, for the sake of your time and our time, <laughs> listen to and dissect every single Poke and at you song. Ah, uh,
3: how naive we were. <laughs> Such sweet summer children.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to think that we were like had any concern, at, at, there, that there was a time when we were concerned about right. how long the podcast was going. <laughs> yeah. We're like, oh man, we, we went for like an hour and a half. Is that too long?
3: I gotta say, listening back to the first ep, which I did too, I was like, you know, this isn't as bad as I feared it would be. No. I feel like we've had several comments that were like, took you guys a while to find your sea legs, so I was like, kind of nervous for what it would entail, but I was like, you know, I pretty much stand
1: by most of this. I feel like it's fair. It did take us a little bit of time to get into a rhythm, yeah, because it was new, and this is episode 33 Woo. and we're i i feel like i'm still figuring things out yeah because literally just today i was like why don't i see what i can do about yeah. making the vocal quality sound a little bit better yeah and so i went online it literally took me just like 3 minutes of googling to try <laughs> and find and, and tweak some of the audio and I feel like it sounds better. Yeah. It sounds so,
3: Dairy Merble's levels yes. of goodness now. <laughs> I will say that's one thing that listening back to the first episode, i like, ooh, that definitely improved.
1: Well, here's the the other issue was that that first episode we were recording in my dining room, mm-hmm. uh, that a little bit more echoey. Yeah. Where, in your basement now in a smaller room it has carpeting so tricked out it's studio it's it's tricked out studio we we have been using all of our patreon money (laughs) we're just we're we are bringing in the highest quality equipment um decorating it with the (laughs) the the best the best in class of (laughs) mxpx postcards Mm -hmm. where did that the, did, sticker? Uh, the sticker. didn't... I it? gave up. It's upstairs now. Okay, <laughs> we gotta find a better use for it here somewhere. <laughs> I guess so. I mean, we could. I don't know. We could put it on. I thought about like putting it on my laptop, putting it over my. would be pretty cool. My Apple icon or yeah. something like that. Um, but that's that's something else. That is a little bit of an update. We uh, we are getting closer to launching the merch store, basically what I'm waiting on before launching is I have ordered a couple sample things uh, because I want to make sure that the shirts and other things that people could potentially buy Mm -hmm. are actually of good quality. Yeah. I don't want people to shell out money for a shirt and then have the and have it suck. Right. So, um, I'm waiting to get some of those things in the mail. Yeah. See if they're any, any good. Yeah. And then I'll launch it and. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what the quality of the, one of the hoodies is, I think Ooh. it's an American apparel hoodie. Fancy. So. What about I'm, the
3: bathrobes, how those turn out?
1: <laughs> um. They they have a, a, a space that is is like just wide open for your junk to be cool. on display. Yeah. It's that you can tie it, but there's always gonna be a hole for your junk to hang Thank out of. Yeah,
3: that's just what our listeners prefer.
1: <laughs> you know, you gotta you gotta keep it aired out. That's right. <laughs> that's what I'm always saying. You are. <laughs> um so we will keep you posted on mm-hmm. that merch. Uh hey. John, why don't we hey. why don't we toast? We you've got man. the last of your uh Trader, Trader Joe's, Joe's bourbon.
3: Because their sponsorship is ending
1: this week. This so. is our last week <laughs> of Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's bourbon it it's gets you fucked. Eggs. Yeah. <laughs> the 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 tagline. Yep. That's you know, whenever I go into Trader Joe's, I see their they're, um they have a display with our face, our faces on it, <laughs> of you and me, cardboard <laughs> cutouts of yeah. us holding bottles, mm-hmm. and a little air bubble above my head that yeah. says, "It gets you fucked."
3: <laughs> Someday that dream will be
1: realized. <laughs>
3: Maybe we'll have an actual ad copy to read at some point in our lives. I would, I would love
1: that. <laughs> Do you know how happy that would make me to read? Some banal <laughs> copy from some. It's like, do you like mattresses? <laughs> you spend X amount of your life lying on a mattress. Yeah. Now, why would you spend one on a low quality mattress?
3: Just type in mattressfied pod. I don't know. I could do better than
1: that. But no. It was mattressfied the dome. Mattressfied pod is actually pretty good. You have a
3: business <laughs> that uh, you'd like us to read copy about. Yeah, hit us up.
1: Yeah, we we will happily um, read read your copy. Um, so let's get into some uh, let's get into some MXPX news because we have this week we have more new content yep. by the band. Well. Not te- technically by the band, but we have. So I feel like we just did literally like four episodes of Tumble Down. Yep. And culminating in what we thought was like, oh, we just finished up everything. Right. And, and then. <laughs> and then, literally the day our last episode aired, uh, even more Tumble Down was released onto Spotify. Now, it might sound like I'm saying this in an ungrateful manner.
3: <laughs> it's great for <laughs> the universe, just not as good for our brand.
1: Yeah, we, bec- I mean, I don't know. We might have to, or are we going to have to do... I mean, that could
3: a, be like a bonus a app. A bonus app. app. We might Patreon have to do a bonus app, or yeah. Something.
1: Um, on the Road Again, which features uh, American Band... Silver Things and On the Road Again. Which we only heard...
3: Uh, did we hear that version of On the Road Again on the show? Yes. that. Okay. W- but the other
1: two we did not hear. Okay. Yeah. Yes, and well, the American band, I think we played... The only version that we could find was some show version. Right. like That video. was on YouTube. Yeah. And it was somebody taking a video of them... Yeah. and the audio quality wasn't great right
3: i was saying before we started recording that i feel a little bit bad now because i was like i don't know why would they do this song and this actual recorded version like kind of rules they yeah. get into like double time at the yeah. end
1: it does and rule i'm into it yep yeah. and then stars will light your way also great five song um five song uh ep which includes the spanish version of great big world
3: it's fun he doesn't uh, name the same towns. He names no, Mexican no.
1: places. So I, I tweeted at Mike and I said, um, essentially, like, did you, you know, did you write a new new lyrics? And he's like, well, it's in Spanish, so it's all new words. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I know. Understood. <laughs> I I don't know Spanish, but I know enough to know it when I hear it. And so I said, I was wondering if he tried to translate the original into Spanish Just or, type it's it into a, Google. Or, or yeah, if, or it's, or if it's essentially a whole new song. Mm-hmm. And he said, listen to the next podcast. We'll answer that.
3: Ooh, so... A little tease. Yeah. Uh, I hear, our podcast? Yeah, he's... He's going <laughs> to be explaining it? The,
1: on the next episode of Magnified from Pod, basement. Uh, Mike Carrera is going to explain... Uh, El Grande. <laughs> I don't even know the word for world. God damn it. My Spanish like... is so bad.
3: I know it somewhere in my brain.
1: Um, In your cabeza. <laughs> there you go. So I I remember hearing something like Mex- he was using. Easier... Mundo. Okay. Mundo. Sorry. <laughs> I, I love delayed jokes, <laughs> make them even funnier. Mundo.
3: <laughs> I'm going to drop it a third time later. Yes.
1: Um, so I, I thought he said like, you know, he said Mexico. I thought I heard Tijuana in there too. Yeah. I forget. Just a couple um, towns. Yeah. And of course, Son of a Gun acoustic, which that we don't song. Need a, we don't need
3: to do another version of that one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. We need to, can we listen to a, a 17th version of Son of a Gun? Um,
3: I was pleased to see though, looking at the, like, which songs of theirs have, Putting the biggest listens or whatever, that, yeah. I think "Son of a Gun" is like a close number two to um, it's, "Let's Drink." Isn't it's it? at the
1: top. Yeah. Uh, it's it's in the number one spot. I'm wondering. It's pretty cool. If that means it's kind of climbing, and like yeah. that has the highest climbing of I don't know how Spotify works, but Ooh. yeah, it's glad it, people
3: like it as much as us, though.
1: Yeah, and like all the top songs are uh, from the first album. I'm wondering if it's because people are new people are being introduced i mean as evidenced by our some of our latest voicemails people are just being introduced now as Mm -hmm. we have been essentially in this past year and you know i'm 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 excited for a um anything that comes of tumble down in the future
3: yep hashtag tumble down train all aboard
1: (laughs) Um, I haven't seen many people using. <laughs> That's weird. That's super like... weird. Uh, tumble, d- tumble down train, choo choo, all aboard. Yes. Next stop, the tumble down station. Let's get this going, people. Mike Carrera Mike yeah. is a rock god. <laughs> um, yes, please use that specific hashtag. We mm-hmm. will be following it. <laughs> um, in in other news, Mike has released. A, another cover. Yeah. No Cigar by Mill and Colin who, um, if you're not familiar with Mill and Colin, they're Swedish um, punk rock band and he covered their song um, No Cigar. And I, I listened to Mill and Colin in high school. Did you ever listen to them back in the day? Oh yeah, for sure. So Life on a Plate was really the only okay mill and colin album that i listened to a lot i listened to that album a lot back in the day but i don't know i somehow um lost track of them yeah for some reason i don't know why i Uh, had
3: their first couple which life on a plate was like the second one or something right yeah yeah maybe that yeah second one and then i had the one with the monkeys okay uh for monkeys but then no Cigar was on their next record, right. which that song I was obsessed with in high school. I mean, I yeah. think that's like their biggest song. Probably. That song rules.
1: Yeah, it's a really great song.
3: But I agree that the first couple were the ones I knew the best, aside from knowing that song from the next record. So.
1: I, you know, I thought um, if if someone, I, like, like, Boolean was the song I was most, I thought was like one of their biggest songs, but it's, it's not even close. Yeah. It, I mean, No Cigar... Crushes Um It's a great song. Yeah. So when I when I, you know, saw that this was gonna be coming out, I was like, so the lead singer, um, Nikola. Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to try and pronounce um, his his last name. Sarkovic. Sarkovic. You're the one Sar- that Sar- lived Sarkovich? over there for a while. He, well, he's he's serbian oh but got it he's so um i don't really know uh anyway serbian names aside he has a very unique voice yeah a very distinct voice and i i was wondering mike is doing this song acoustic yeah how is he going to i'm i was curious how he was going to yeah. approach the vocals of the song and i thought he did It it works pretty he, well yeah he 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 made a, his choice was, was really solid. Yeah.
3: This kind of gets back to what we
1: were saying about, like,
3: you want it to be kind of a transformed song when you do a cover. Um, and he does like a, I feel like it is very much his own stamp
1: of the version of the song. So, yeah. So, um, speaking of covers, Mm -hmm. so one would think you have two covers sort of seemingly out of nowhere in the last couple months what's the other one um San Dimas high school oh, football yeah, rules. oh right, right, right so this one is a an acoustic version of course not a full blown music video or um, studio production or anything like that sure but it leads one to think as was brought up last week on the cover three, mm-hmm. 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 and that was asked by, I think it was was it Danny Leary. Danny Leary, Danny, yes. Leary, Danny Leary was asking, um, in which we didn't prepare for last week. No. Uh, Neither did he. In our defense, no, that's true. <laughs> so, he, I'm. What would he asked like in in an on the cover three? His his scenario was if they were to do covers of bands that they kind of came up with, their, con- their contemporaries. contemporaries, if you will, yeah. who would we like to see on, on the cover three? And I liked that as opposed to just like, just you know, Weezer right. released perhaps one of the most boring covers album <laughs> of all time. Yeah. Like, can we Let's pick the most covered songs of all time. If I have to hear somebody else's version of Toto's Africa, I don't I, even... I swear <laughs> that, that they were like 15 years too late for that yeah. reaching peak of of people feeling nostalgic for that song.
3: I don't even mind the songs they chose necessarily, although like you're saying, they're a little uninspired. They sound note for note like the original. I'm mm-hmm. like... Okay, cool. So it's like river singing, but I would like, getting back to our point, I would like to hear transformed versions of the songs, put right. a new spin on it. And so that's right. the part that's disappointed me, but it seems to have worked. It's like their biggest selling record in years and yeah, people are into it, I guess. Well,
1: and then you, if you go to, again... Right. 500 Miles is the most is, yeah.
3: listened to song, which is a bummer.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yes cover this goes back to our on the cover conversation what makes a good cover right what makes a song because we were alarmingly inconsistent with our reasoning (laughs) sometimes we liked a straightforward version of a song as opposed to right um, but we both thought that that poison cover kicked ass yeah that was really cool you know such a it's such a rad cover so you know, when it comes to uh, an album of their contemporaries, how can you transform right. a punk rock song to a point where it's like something yeah. notably different? You know. Mm-hmm. So, um, I didn't put together like a hard and fast list okay. of like I I had some like some thoughts like some song ideas, not like one specific song on some of them. I have like one specific song. Um, but so, um, I put way too
3: much (laughs) thought into mine. (laughs) I love it.
1: No, that's I'm, I'm into it. I would like to, so do you, do you just kind of kind of want to trade back and forth? Sure.
3: Um, yeah, much like, uh, Riker, AKA strikers challenge to put together a set list. Uh, I really enjoyed this challenge so thanks Danny um yeah I did ten songs which I kind of I feel like sticking to ten no more than that is our usual right. parameter for some sort of exercise like this and
1: I didn't even do ten sure so I mean
3: yeah well okay so I kind of grouped them in to a few different chunks okay and the first chunk is sort of like <clears throat> there's no question that these guys are their contemporaries and it's kind of like Obvious songs, but nonetheless, songs that I would like to hear their versions of. So, first, I had a Five Iron song, Okay. "Fistful of Sand," because okay. I like to hear Screamy Mike. <laughs> I don't know exactly what they do with the horns, but they could work out a little guitar part, perhaps, or something. Or, but um, yeah, this is the one with the
0: plastic bags of yeah. Novacaine. Yes, which, you know,
3: I would love to hear an MXPX version of that. So, that's my first one. So
1: I put bad religion right on. um of course, bad religion came up a little earlier than them, but they they continued. They continued through. and toured with um or at least played shows with um bad religion and
3: they stole food from their dressing room.
1: That's true. <laughs> um, it's one of the reasons I I thought of them yeah. um so one song I thought would be cool would be, Generator, um, That's good idea. that song has some really cool bass lines. Yeah. So I think Mike could do something really cool with that, and it would also give Tom or Chris a chance to do some shredding because that song has has some good shredding. Yeah. So and it it would highlight everybody in the band, um, or American Jesus or Los Angeles is Burning yeah. would be um, some other other cool
3: yeah. options. They seem like an option that if they did do a third on the cover, even without these kind of parameters, like that's probably seems likely that they would do a Bad Religion
1: song yeah. at some point.
3: Um, okay, I went Goaty Hook.
1: I mean, of course they'd have Steph Edgerton come in from Bad Religion. Uh, obviously.
3: <laughs> we'll never let that joke die, and people will continue to be confused by it, except for the couple that remember what we're talking about. Yes. Um, Goaty Hook was my next one. Goaty Hook
1: is on my list as well. Uh, okay,
3: cool. I went with Middle Ground, Okay, which is another screamy one. This is the, uh, you know, the, told to sit there on the couch, I'm crossed with no idea. Anyway, uh, I would like to hear the, um, uh, that's on Banana Man. It's on Banana Man. Um, I would, I would like to hear the, yeah, just tearing it up. Yuri comes in here. a little deeper yeah bigger.
1: this this album um it doesn't have the production <laughs> doesn't sound great it doesn't sound great. super great the but i listened to the shit out oh. of banana man oh, yeah. back in the day hell
3: yeah um i just think this would be a fun faster one for them to do yep what was S- your uh,
1: seasons oh yeah off of sumo surprise also a great one um did you hear a little of that Or I did my bike, which would be. Sure.
0: What's missing from this picture? (laughs) It's It's just just me! Without my my bike!
3: bike.
1: (gasps) Son kicks ass. Yep. So, um, okay, so anything else to say about Goaty Hook?
3: No, but uh, Potty Hook. uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Enough. Could be coming at some point. Yeah, we have to we do. Think of a better name than that. Um, uh, pod Nanoman. Man. The Pod. Oh yeah, that's right. You already suggested. <laughs> this one's it. called the Pod. <laughs> that's already yes. That's what that's what it is. <laughs> so stupid. Food line. <laughs>
1: um, so face to face. Yeah, I thought um, about them too. Bent but not broken. Okay. The that's off of. Um, um, Self title. Uh, no. no. Uh, God damn it. It's it's off their most recent oh. um, record, Protection. Goddamn, oh. why can't it? I, I have uh, I tuned out a while
3: ago. I you think. haven't heard this? I don't think so.
1: Bump not broken has a sick ass. Listen to this bass. Yeah,
3: they always have the best
1: bass.
0: Why are we still so, so surprised every time we buy the light? World?
1: Yeah. yeah, so I was Mike with Mike first few. could shred the shit For out sure. of that. Been not broken. Yeah, I think
3: um, I mean yeah, the one that I knew the best was the self-titled one, but sure. that had the walk the walk, um, legendary bass riff. though. they
1: um that. they came to or were coming. Either, we either just missed them or yeah, I saw that. Pretty sure uh, they
3: played with our buddies much the same.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. They, I think they played face their their self titled and Ignorance's Bliss straight oh, through. Should have gone to that. I know. That well, was it was dumb. sold out. Okay. I the by the time I saw it, they were already all sold out. So yeah. fuck us.
3: I saw them many times, but like twenty years ago. So right. I would like to see them again.
1: Same. What's next for you? What is
3: next for me is Rancid, which yep seems like another obvious pick. Got them. Got them on there. I went. Maxwell Murder.
1: Okay. Oh that's an obvious choice. I didn't I, I didn't, mean
3: it's got that bass solo yeah. in there that like Mike just could obviously slay and I would like to hear it. He's yeah. already done the Olympia Olympia Washington.
1: I have solo. that's one of
3: my that's on my list. But I would like to hear Mike go, Down nine nine
0: nine <laughs> if you really want to <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: What'd you go with?
1: Um Olympia Washington, which is actually yeah. already a legit cover that uh he does, or Time Bomb. Okay. Or anything really off, any out in outcome the Wolves. Right. I mean, any, Ugh,
3: it, It's such a... Man, yeah. Part of why preparing for this was fun was that I listened to so many of these records that I haven't yeah. heard in a long time. Yeah. And let me tell you, that record still rules.
1: Of course it rules. Like front to back, <laughs> I'm just like, oh my gosh, every song is <laughs> every so song good. Every song is so, it's so classic. Yeah. Um, New Found Glory. Okay. Uh, understatement, Dressed to Kill... Hit or miss, okay. or any of those early two thousands hits. Yeah. Um. So, speaking of newfound glory, uh-huh. and covers, they are um, going to be releasing their third um, from the screen to your stereo three. Okay. And just the other day, they released their cover of. The Power of Love.
3: This is right up your alley. It is right up my alley.
1: <laughs> so not only that, uh they they did not only did they do a Power of Love, which is um from Back to the Future, mm-hmm. uh they did a music video where uh he's dressed up like Marty. There's stop motion animation. What in, and they're it, this this is a, a for me it does and they change it enough okay and the, the music video is so sick so I just want to play a little bit of it they <laughs> got a little marty
3: Me a little of uh, Ben Wyatt's REM video. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah, so everybody should l- go <laughs> stop with their pause our podcast, <laughs> go watch the Newfound Glory Power of Love music video. Yeah. Because it's so fucking sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. It, it made me so happy. And it it is um, criminally low in the views right now. Boo. It's only 88,000 views, which is this seems like this has everything yeah. that this music video is <laughs> just about to do <laughs> this that. music video like, has everything
3: it's got, <laughs> got <laughs> stop motion animation
1: and it's got martin Fly vest and that and, thing uh, <laughs> where, <laughs> that thing where a um, a action figure comes to life and and plays guitar of your favorite music from movies <laughs> from the 80s well done <laughs> no not really that was the worst on of yeah, all time oh, whatever. Oh, whatever we're doing what we can okay so okay what's what's your next one
3: okay this is kind of the end of my obvious chunk uh but screeching weasel okay cool kids mm-hmm. seems like a song they would possibly realistically cover at some point sure um but that just seems like a classic screeching weasel song to me um i'd like to hear the mxpx version of it boom
1: um, I have slick shoes. Sure. Something from Rusty, like feeble or cliche, mm-hmm. or Joe's sick, or something from Burnout, like for better or for worse or East on Tracks, because um, East on Tracks has that uh-huh. has that sick opening. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could also just. I I think
3: people prefer to hear our mouth noises, (laughs) and then it's like it's a pretty good
2: approximation. (laughs) Uh,
3: Pod pod shoes uh, podcast (laughs) coming (laughs) soon. Yep. Um. What's yours? okay so now we're branching out into stuff that's like a little more um i mean it's still kind of in the wheelhouse but not obvious contemporaries i guess but smoking popes okay need you around this one is one of my faves it feels like a little bit of a stretch because you know josh caterer's voice is so distinct he's kind of like a crooner you know but i would like to hear what mike might do with that so i would like to hear that
1: nice So this is where I also kind of get away from the contemporaries. So, you know, we always joke about um, the MXPX song, Don't Walk Away, being the best U2 song of 2003. (laughs) So I thought maybe they should cover Walk On uh, from All That You Can't Leave Behind. Yeah, I would support that. Um,
3: What's the actual cover they did on on the cover two of U2s? Um
1: Yeah, what was what was I that?
3: Shall Google it. I will follow. Yeah. Which is yeah. great. E...
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I guess they already did. I didn't I didn't even remember that they did a U2 song already.
3: It's a pretty straightforward version. I was very into <laughs> it. I would like to hear a walk on. I Feel like Mike could handle that.
1: Yeah, it's the <laughs> Should I do some mouth noises again? <laughs> that goes. <rolls. laughs> Nailed it. Okay, what's your next
3: uh okay, so Dillinger four. Okay. Who is one of my favorite bands. Um uh Double Whiskey Coke, no ice, which is maybe their most well known song. One of theirs. It's certainly one of my favorites of theirs. It's very kind of different sound than them, <clears throat> especially vocal wise, but I would like to hear their interpretation of the of the d4 sound so
1: boom all right um so i was thinking if we were gonna do um i was thinking contemporary not necessarily in bands that were in the same circle but in the same um region i was thinking maybe a nirvana song
3: i thought about that as well I was like, I, I guess they were kind of contemporaries for a couple of years, yeah, or a year maybe. Ninety-four was <laughs> yeah. kind of
1: the one year they overlapped. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I was thinking like other, you know, Soundgarden or yeah. Pearl Jam. I don't know something, some, you know, Pacific Northwest punk grunge band. Yeah. So I don't know what song you "Territorial thinking? Pissings" sure. or I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. Like like or here. you could even do like a
3: an unplugged version. Yeah, I was gonna say like something in the way. I could see Mike doing kind of sure. a cool stripped down version of that or something. Yeah, I don't know. Very different uh, vocal styles, those two.
1: That but, uh, that is true. I mean, that's part of why we I want to hear. A, get a little yelly, Mike. Yeah, I'm done with that.
3: Um, okay, so then kind of moving <clears throat> into another chunk, which this feels a little more tumble downy, and maybe it's just that I'm on that tumble down you too, but. I think Hearing the Living End would be a really cool band for them to cover. Uh, Prisoner Society, which is one of their big songs, I think, from their first record. and um, Yeah, it's just got those great guitar solos that I'd like to hear Tom do. It's got those great gang folks. Um, maybe Mike could bust out the upright bass for it. Um, but I love, I don't know, I'm going to force the Tumble Down sound into MXPX. <laughs> so, do it. Um, so that's what I got for that. Um, what about some Descendants? Yeah, they did do a Descendants cover, didn't they? They did. I want to be Stefan and Milo.
1: Yeah. So, maybe... But
3: I'm not saying that doesn't mean they can't do another one. God damn it, I keep, (laughs) like... We covered on the cover, too, a while ago. It was a while
1: ago. Yeah, it's been a while ago. And it's not one of those (laughs) albums that I... It's been a while It's not one of those albums I... Especially come back to
3: no, but you mentioning the poison song did make me want to listen to that in the shower tomorrow. That is true.
1: (laughs) Um, now everybody can think about John, (laughs) John, listening to poison, just getting all rocking out, getting all suds, getting all (laughs) lathery. Yeah, um, you use a loofah, use a bar. I just use a bar, use a bar. Okay, I'm a barman. You're a barman. (laughs) This uh, episode of Magnified Pod is. Brought to you by. I don't know what's a Oh, what's a bark? So dove, dove, dove man. Smooth as fuck. (laughs) Do Do your genitals need need to be exfoliated? Do you got a lot of loose skin on your dick? That take care. Be, take care of rude. that. Take care of that dick skin.
3: with <laughs> <would be laughs> a real bummer of a campaign. I would advise against that. Yes.
1: D- please do not exfoliate <laughs> your penis. That sounds terrible. Oh, that sounds ex- excruciating. <laughs> right, what do um, you do? What, you do you, you were... it up. I I use a loofah. A loofah. Yeah. I can never really
3: figure them out.
1: No. <laughs> I think I'm
3: like doing it wrong. <laughs> it's it. I was well, get like I, too much.
1: Well. It's it's all about the, it's all about the balance. Yeah, you know you gotta. It's it's also getting getting a good sponge, a good either loofah <laughs> or sponge, sponge worthy. And yeah, and you know, <laughs> I've been using. Have even been using body wa- body washes and loofahs for for years now? I don't. Mm-hmm. I think probably since college. Sure. So, um, I've always felt, and I don't know, I. I, I, I feel like, I feel like a bar soap is one of those things if I'm going to, I don't know, like a loofah, I want to know it's mine. Sure. You know, like yeah. I don't want somebody else's, you know, I don't want to be, you know, washing myself <laughs> with somebody else's, you know, butt bar. Well, I,
3: we, my wife and
1: I use separate bathrooms. Okay.
3: Because we live in a mansion.
1: <laughs> yes, I, I forgot to tell you that we are... This is the the basement of, yeah. of John's. This is like... <laughs> We're the, in the podcast wing. <laughs> yeah. This is... When we say... Uh, Magnified, you know, magnified Studios West. That's like it's the, the west, west End of the, the West End structure. of <laughs> <laughs> the compound. Yeah, it's it. I have to. T- you have to take the the elevator, the freight elevator down <laughs> past the Boeing uh, Alley. Past, yeah, and then you know we ju- I just wave to Jeeves as he says, oh, "Right this way, sir." The was right over here. I haven't put <laughs> it you in my butt. Do you need to exfoliate your dick, sir? Do you need any assistance? Yeah. Oh, Jeeves! And I say, oh, you rascal! <laughs> you rascal! Please, Jeeves, I've got this under control please oh man yeah I don't know why I'm showering <laughs> at your house why not um, but Where, what are we talking about <laughs> um, oh yeah shower poison shower okay. you're showering with poison you're naked <laughs> talking about dove men okay okay alright back back to it now we're back on track alright Um I don't have any more uh, I'm, okay. I was just winging it with the descendants that was good um, do you? I mean, do you have alkaline. a
3: descendants suggestion?
1: No. Okay. Cool to be
3: you. Yeah. I don't know. I think that. I mean, obviously, that's right in their wheelhouse. I'm sure American. They'll, yeah, they'll probably do another descendants cover at some point in life. Um, I only have two more. Okay. One is a continuation of the tumble down theme, uh, Reverend Horton Heat, okay. which is a little bit of a cheat because it's like, <clears throat> again, he was around for a long time before MXPX, PX, but he continued on through the nineties. Um, and this is much more tumble down y than MXPX, kind of straight up a country. But liquor, beer, and wine, it's such a great drinking song, and it would fit in so well with the kind of mic, bar, sure. song, yeah. genre, okay. subgenre. Nice. So I'd love to hear the MXPX or tumble down version of that. And then finally, and this one's the one that's like the biggest reach uh, Fugazi. Okay. Those are like very different styles. Correct, um, but a Fugazi Five Corporations. I thought maybe they could pull that off. Okay, yeah, I would really like to hear an MXPX take on Fugazi. Mike doing the uh, "This
1: One's Us," let's take
3: another. I think that'd be really yes. cool. Yep. yeah. So anyway,
1: that's uh, those are my ten. Nice. What about? I thought about this the other day, but you know, I I was also thinking about you, when it comes to. Um, doing another on the cover 3 the likelihood of of them doing any s- crossover or anything with former tooth and nail bands is probably sure. not likely probably not um but i don't know so i was thinking about you know a lot of these um bands that i listen to that's like ace troubleshooter was another I one that thought i thought of too. um you know tonight or denise or anything like that denise i
3: yeah i there were a bunch of bands that i thought of that ultimately i was just like kind of went back to i feel like an mx peaks version of it would just be pretty much the same yeah so i kind of tried to steer away from those but even still mike's vocals would be different from Dude, I didn't or...
1: realize the Ace Troubleshooter was from Minneapolis. We talked about it on the pod before, bro. Did we? <laughs> you you know that I never remember anything we talked about. <laughs> Nor do I.
3: <laughs> I only remember this one because, you know, Minneapolis.
1: Uh, well, um, Plymouth,
3: Minnesota. Yeah, not the Twin Cities. Yeah,
1: they're, I mean, it's it's pretty much like somebody saying like, oh, yeah, we're from Chicago, Arlington Heights. Palatine. <laughs> <laughs> but.
3: Where we are right now.
1: Yep. Um, then there was there was a uh, uh, value pack was another yeah, I thought about another that. one I thought of anyway so yeah. that's that's for you
3: Danny. Uh, Danny Leary let us know Danny yours and <laughs> listeners what you would like to hear um, yeah I you know I don't know that I need another MXPX on the cover but I do like this idea of kind of like putting some parameters on it. And I'm kind of like into this idea of them doing some of these covers of their contemporaries that we haven't heard. So I'm curious about what other people
1: would like to hear. Agreed. Hey, so why don't we go to some voicemails? Do it. We have a first time, long time.
4: Brian Anderson here from California. First time, long time, uh, First saw MXPX, or, saw, or uh, heard of MXPX, Magnified uh, Pod, Um, In the early, early years, that was uh, probably early 1995, um, it was, you know, typical Christian family, not allowed to listen to any other kind of music, mm-hmm. found this really cool record label, Tooth and Nail. I think I bought their, that first sampler they had, which was a red sampler at the same time, had like a punk rock show. Uh, I think it was MXP song on there I had um, a whole bunch of be of Wonderhead and the NRL company and, um, blank guy. Um, fell in love with MXP that loved that first album. listened to it forever over and over and over again. Listen to it now. It's a little rough, um, but it's very nostalgic. You know, I, you know, I like a lot of kids, our generation, um, it was like, got me into music. It was, uh, you know, punk rock became the thing that I was about. Um, loved it. I love you guys' podcast. Uh, Magpod for life. Bye.
3: Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Brian. We have so many Brians now.
1: We do. <laughs> we have so many Brians, Man, like, it's... Spying <laughs> them
3: all with my eye.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. S- <laughs> yeah. Is that <laughs> what I said? You're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I I appreciate any study humans reference. Okay. <laughs> Always. Um, so, I was I was thinking about, um, I mean, this is sort of getting back to what we talked about in our original episode, mm-hmm. um, kind of our origin stories and sure. you know what we we could and couldn't listen to and yeah and i felt like i put my own parameters on myself you <laughs> yeah. know like you know brian was saying he's like kind of like grew up in a christian household as like we both did mm-hmm. and you know listening to only christian music and you you didn't put that parameter on yourself you because as you said uh the Adrenalize was your first <laughs> CD. Yeah, so it was Godless from an early age. <laughs> you just to you wanted to get rocked. You wanted to make love like a man. <laughs> yeah, I did. I was a little boy I
3: just wanted to make love like a man. Make
0: love <laughs> like a man.
1: Should have put Def
3: Leppard in I'm there. I'm a man.
1: Covers. Yeah, that's that is true. They should have. What would what would be MX? What would MXPX cover? I mean.
3: Pour some sugar on
1: me would be do like the obvious one rocked. but let's get rocked i mean that's what i, I want i would love to hear tom to tom do the intro do you want to get rocked
3: <laughs> oh man yeah i'm trying to picture mike doing that one he it would um, be something
1: he would uh he'd turn into a dog <laughs> yeah. um and then like oh, boy. he'd be like fuck classical music <laughs> That ain't my scene. <laughs> <laughs> don't um, play. Anyways, anyway, so yeah, I um, I was uh, so we're gonna get into the all the, the I don't want to get ahead of myself. Uh, sure, you know Brian's voicemail was making me think about um, a lot of the tweets that we got about when people first discovered. Yeah, poking at
3: I feel like uh, opening up the poking at question. Mailbag again, yeah. like yeah pointed out how many listeners of ours saw them like super early on, yeah. which is awesome. I mean, it's cool, Brian, that you saw them so early. I don't. I'm sure we said. I'm sure we tried to nail down. It's hard. What year we first saw them? I think it was '98 or '99 for me. For me, it's not it 95. was '95.
1: It was no, it was 2000 for me. Okay, right on. That was the the earliest. The earliest I. It was right before "Ever Passing Moment" came out. Yeah. you know. Okay. I we were also, um, you know, little boys wanted to be big boys. <laughs> it's true. You know, people people who had a few years on us they they got that's in. True. while They got in while the getting was good. You yeah.
3: know. Yeah, I mean, seeing them, I kept like asking people, like, "Well, tell me more," because like seeing them in '94, like, yeah, that's a specific. <laughs> subset of people who were able to do that so i wanted all the details but yeah
1: if you if you lived in the pacific right if you lived in the pacific Pacific, Pacific northwest (laughs) um i turned into medea there for for a second um yeah yeah. so yeah if you lived in in the in you know washington or that area or california California, the, the the chances of of seeing mxpx at the time yeah you, you know it was greatly increased of course they toured their asses off so right. um but i yeah. didn't i didn't discover them until you know uh eighth grade which would have been um 96 90, 90, no 98 98? i think okay. it's 97 maybe because i i i, I start, no it must have been 97 because i i started start with life in general um teenage politics do you remember do you remember this podcast?
3: <laughs> As we said, very
1: vaguely. Yeah. But didn't we did, uh... I I started with Teenage Politics, Went Life in General right, right, right. and then back to But Poconacci. Was Life in
3: General out when you got Teenage Politics? Yes. It was already out. Okay. Yes. I'm just trying to remember the timeline. Yeah,
1: I um I think I think I must have uh, picked up Teenage Politics probably because either it was a song I had the song i'd heard on a sampler or right. something Your or friend maybe had it or, something, or the right? or the cover yeah. struck me or something i like the cover I don't, I don't really remember specifically why i would have picked well, out that album
3: did you ask for life in general for christmas <laughs> yes. after
1: that i yes, okay, i asked okay. for life in general for christmas and got on the cover <laughs> <laughs> right we've this this is well traveled <laughs> road ground. and i'm and i'm still bitter about it
3: <laughs> My yeah my grandma got me life in general for christmas and that was right around the t- it came out not long before and I had teenage politics already anyway who cares i saw them on the <laughs> buffalo tour that was the first time it was great
1: we're just gonna let's just <laughs> let's just start the whole podcast over we're just gonna yeah. we're, just, we're gonna we're going to be like let's just let's just we're going to go from now until <laughs> just gonna cover all the albums again nothing makes sense anymore <laughs> um let's let's hit up some let's somebody that we haven't heard from
5: in a while Hello, my dudes. Uh This is your boy, Nicky P. Uh, this is a redo voicemail, uh, because apparently my voicemail skills at first were Danny Stairs level. <laughs> Burn! <laughs> um, but haven't called in a while, uh, just because I've been busy and I've been catching up on the sweet content. Um, what am I thinking? Oh, so some things. Yeah. Um, I'm really pissed off that everyone's going to the MXTX show and I won't be there. You mm, um, should Damn, dude. And, it sucks. You know, I am super jealous and I just want to fucking be there and, you know, listen to punk rock show, you know, all that <laughs> good stuff. Um, but I'll miss you guys. You guys are going to have a bunch of fun. Speaking of that, I was reminded of Riker, who's making a whole trip out of it and going right. to Austin. Just a suggestion for you, my guy you need to check out the Bat Bridge. Uh, the oh, Bat yeah. Bridge is a thing in Austin. You go there, and every night at dusk, like tens of thousands of bats just fly. Freaking sweet. So you need to do that. Um, and what else am I talking about? <laughs> uh, well, you guys had mentioned the whole rehabilitate people in society with, right. like, politicians and then Tim from As I Lay Dying. And I am not one to separate the artist from the art. I say art is more of like an extension as oneself mm-hmm. um, or even a career as an extension and all that stuff and actions that, you know, that pour into other parts of other people's lives. So um, I think that there's room for rehabilitation, but I think there needs to be boundaries. Like the politician is doing blackface. They probably don't need to be a public leader anymore possibly mm-hmm. um if someone's like a child molester they probably shouldn't be with kids and then mm-hmm. Tim probably shouldn't be you know a fucking marriage counselor so it's fair. Uh, there needs to be rehabilitation but with boundaries I think um so that's just you know that's just my two cents anyways um oh also the fucking merch what the fuck I'm so freaking excited um post those bitches really quick, because Drekki uh, Gantle them by me. I'm, I'm buying you guys up. Buying yes. your whole stock. Uh, <laughs> and keeping it all for myself. Out of spite for not being at the punk rock show. Uh, anyway, uh, Magnified Vod for life. Many smooches. Peace. <laughs>
1: thanks, um, buddy. <laughs> thanks, Nikki P. It's always a genuine pleasure. Um, uh, I just want to check. Did he say... Magnipied fod.
3: I didn't hear that, but it's uh, magnipied Could be, could be.
1: <laughs> um we'll take magnified. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take magnipied Fod. Uh that's when
3: we when we finally get our pies from Anchor Valley Wine. <laughs> exactly. We'll start selling Still waiting on those pies, bros. Yeah, come on. Uh, Where,
1: where's our Pinot? Our pinot, pinot pies. Pie,
3: yes, we're gonna work with uh the finest Pie and wine vendors to create the magnified Fod Pinot Pie coming 2019.
1: Coming, yeah, we'll we'll sell that at the store. It'll we'll put it into a box uh-huh. nice and hot, piping hot right Sorry. out of the oven. It'll come to you spoiled. Uh, but yep. it'll it'll make our best effort. Um so I want to talk about a couple things. Um, Nikki P our hearts will break every moment yeah, man. that you're not there. Uh, I'll sneak you in. Come on. Yeah, come, come on. on. Dude, we we know we know some people. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll be like, "Hey, this is our fucking guy. It's it's, it's Nick It's Nick Poke. You don't know you don't fucking know Nick Polk? <laughs> this guy, this fucking guy. That's that's how <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how Hey. That's how the done. fuck out of <laughs> here. This fucking guy. We
3: uh, um I mean, we've all seen the "Let's Ride" video. We know how to sneak in the back door.
1: That's true. You just knock on the door, the hide behind a dumpster. Guy. Yeah, call it the a guy, the guy checks his phone like an idiot, and <laughs> you sneak in. He gets pissed. This is, their Mike and Company are basically encouraging people to right. sneak in, sneak into shows, and. <laughs> Magnified <laughs> fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, the stiek in the schnoz, um and steal from bands. That's basically what he's telling us to do. Yeah. Um your fault, bro. Yeah, your fault. It's on you. That's on you. <laughs> um but the other thing, the rehabilitating people, mm-hmm. you know, um I feel like we we rushed through a lot of it last that yeah. last time trying to trying to talk about a lot of those issues, but um making a good point that boundaries are important so um i think what what tim is trying to do right now tim Lambesis, who tried to hire somebody to murder his estranged wife he's he's working in areas that relate to um violence and addiction so trying to work from his own experience Mm -hmm. um which makes sense so yeah maybe um him trying to, you know, uh, yeah, you're to your point, you know, boundaries I think are good. Um, and the the fewer white supremacists in government, the better. Sure, that's 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 what I always say. Yeah,
3: I mean, it's yes, it's all complex, <laughs> and I appreciate it, except for the white supremacy part. No, I know, but I mean, I guess you could say. If somebody wore blackface in college and regrets it,
1: does that make you white
3: supremacist? I'm not saying no, that.
1: No, I don't think it makes. But I, I'm also uh, not saying it's okay to do that. So no, <laughs> it's it's never. It's. Did you see that SNL sketch about so. uh um? It was, Keenan Thompson was he was holding a press conference, um, with like all these different people in the government and and they all they had worn they don't yeah. wear blackface and they're like but like what if you were just doing it as like part of the costume they're right. like no no still not <laughs> still okay. not but like what yeah. if, what if and and they were all coming up with these and he's like no don't right, right. it's not yeah you, you don't do it
3: no i yeah i appreciate what he said about boundaries and i think you know one thing that we didn't touch on as much with the Tim basis thing that maybe I didn't realize was like he was in the throes of what he now identifies as like mental illness and serious drug addiction and like mm-hmm. those things can cloud your judgment to the point of doing something that crazy so yeah, I think like
1: he was, he was I thought I think doing like a bunch of steroids and stuff right, right, right. so you know anyway. peop- yeah it's it's none of these are to excuse yeah, anything, yeah. Um, these are all abhorrent uh, decisions that people make. Yeah. But you know, it's it's, and then there's also, of course, privilege aspects. You know, which I think we tried to bring up quickly, and like uh, we didn't do any of it justice because there's sure. that's also a super weighty issue. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, how about we go to some Danny Leary.
6: Hey, this is Danny Leary, and I'm calling with the question of the week about Poconaca. I don't remember exactly my first experience listening to Poconaca, but I kind of remember... No, I, I do remember the mindset with which I listened to it, because I... And I've talked about this before, but basically before I eventually found MXPX, I'd been listening to like MTV Grunge for the previous three years. And I was used to this idea that I was used to the phenomenon that when you get into a band that's like now selling, you know, a ton of albums like Nirvana or Green Day or something like that, that you go back and you listen to their first album and it's not as polished and it's probably not going to be as satisfying when you're a teenage kid looking for that like perfect musical experience. So I'd already learned that through other bands that I ultimately wasn't going to love as much as MSPX in the end. So when I discovered teenage politics and life in general, I was like, well, I got to go back and check out Coconaccio, but I was already prepared for the idea that it was probably going to be a rougher experience because I'd already had that experience with other bands. So when I heard it, I was like, yep, it's rougher. But somehow, almost like all your relationships lead to, hey, they improve. it? They help improve your next relationship. Like having that relationship with bands where I knew older albums aren't as good as newer ones. When you're a kid, especially before the internet, and you would have to spend your money and, and hope that the CD you're going to listen to is good. Uh-huh. I was prepared psychologically for... Poconaca to be rough around the edges so I really loved it for what it was and then ultimately I didn't really get into hardcore punk like I didn't even like metalcore and like harder music until way later like by college so I could actually go back to Poconaca and enjoy the sort of aggression and the muddy guitars a lot better now that I liked harder music so that's kind of my thoughts on that. Magpod for life
1: thanks bud thank you for that <laughs> why, did I, why did I say that like an asshole <laughs> and uh, thank you for that thanks a lot asshole <laughs> um, so I think that is a this experience is something that nobody will ever have to deal with again the I wonder what they're I'm just going to have to Throw money on at this album and hope it's good. Yeah, you know we we talked about that in right. the earlier episodes and yeah how you had to like. You especially in the era of of soundtracks, it's like uh-huh. the soundtrack has the one song that you could only right. get on that one soundtrack, yeah, and so you have to buy it like an asshole and just <laughs> like <laughs> I want, I need to get the City of Angels soundtrack. I was, I was thinking the exact to, same to to thing, get this one goddamn <laughs> Alanis Morse. <laughs> hi, hi, <laughs> so good <though. laughs> nailed it. Um, but. And but I think that's that's smart that he's like he he learned he's like okay I'm gonna take what I've learned from this and apply it to MXPX and see if the theory holds up yeah and it does but yeah. uh yeah so that's, that's I think
3: I think my main takeaway from that is we got another <clears throat> Pokonacha we do pronouncer we do <laughs> I'm well, fascinated by this I
1: am fascinated by this as well because Riker. He self-corrected yeah, he's, he's like, like i was just like, nervous I don't know why I don't know why I said Pokanacha I don't, don't say Pokanacha um, um because um w- one would assume that Pokanacha is um poking at
3: you well, It's based on the snickers campaign
1: at you. <laughs> they
3: said at the time <laughs> hunger was poking yeah um yeah
1: uh famously from the uh, Paula Poundstone sketch. Oh, okay, that's or, what you're doing or, or right bit. now. Got it. <laughs> What's that?
3: <laughs> that's the poking at, you, poking at you, Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, long about noon, <laughs> right? <laughs> when your appetite's poking at you, poking at you.
3: Right, right. Okay.
1: And. Yeah, that. Have you not, do you not know that I don't that know bit? that,
3: but now I guess I got to find it.
1: Oh, it's fucking classic. <laughs> she, the whole, the whole bit is, so Paula Poundstone, who I'm seeing- I was going to say. In a couple months. Yeah. In Skokie. Wait, did you see her at Wait, Wait?
3: Did that no, ever happen? Oh. No. She wasn't there.
1: Every, the, I've been wanting to see her at Wait, Wait for so long, and when Dana and I went to Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, the NPR news quiz- mm-hmm. Um. It was not Paula, and I it was, was there. Um, it doesn't matter.
3: <laughs> okay. Did anybody exciting call in?
1: Uh, yeah, William Shatner. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he was. Cool. He was the guest, and uh, Peter Sagel is a huge Star Trek fan. Yeah. Okay. So I could see that the part that wasn't aired was him like <laughs> sort of freaking out and yeah. and and just like watching him react to things, but also that uh, you, you, you should go back and people should listen. If you're not familiar with wait, wait, don't tell me it's, it's a syndicated program. So people around the country should know it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it's a great, it's a great episode. And yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Apollo <laughs> P- <laughs> Paul, Banc- Stone. Oh, Paul Banc- Banc- Stone. Banc- Stone. So her whole bit is that, um, that no matter how dumb, something is somebody wrote it down on a piece of paper okay. and so she's like like that old old Snickers commercial where the woman's like brushing a horse and someone interrupts her to ask what time of day she enjoys Snickers uh-huh. and she says oh well, you know long about noon when your appetites uh, poking at you poking at you and she's like someone wrote that down on a piece right. of paper and probably a couple of times too <laughs> good point and that there are people who auditioned for that commercial <laughs> right. and were turned down and became bitter <laughs> <laughs> yeah um paul Boundstone's a genius <laughs> anyway, i uh,
3: yeah i agree danny that um you have to contextualize poconachos we'll get into but i love it for what it is too um i yeah it's interesting we'll get into this when we get some of our qot dubs mm-hmm, comments mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. But people seem to kind of be of two minds about it. It's yeah. either like, this sounds like garbage, and the songs are mostly garbage. Or like, it's great, it's like, for what it is, kind of. And right. I think I always liked it. I mean, I'm I'm one of the MXPX fans who got bitter when they got popular, which sure. is like a lot of people's favorite iteration of the band. Right. So I think I always clung to that early stuff as being like evidence of their pure punkness and their punk cred. Right. Even going back and listening to it, it's not their strongest. It doesn't have a lot of variation, as we've talked about. But I love it because it's like it is pure punk rock in a way that none of their other stuff is. But it's also
1: it's also honest. Yeah. You know, this is they weren't. This was Mike in his in the early days of him learning to write right he was writing and writing and writing
3: million songs
1: million songs and you know they got signed to tooth and nail he had like a hundred songs or something like that and you know he's he's a machine and he so yes the the recording it's not the best um the uh as we we've talked about before it's too long right um some of the songs could have used a producer's ear sure and learn like you know a curve a kravakian style mm-hmm. ear where they're like no lose the fill yeah um you know cut out this additional um you know chorus or verse or whatever yeah. breakdown you know just like just tighten it up um, hashtag get Kravak back. Yeah, you know, hashtag Kravak back. Uh, you know, but you know, I, I don't. I don't listen back to this and think. You know, I I went. Sometimes when I think about, like we we all want a band to continue to produce what they want to produce because at the end of the day, this is, you know, Mike and the band. This is the way an artist. How how I'm not gonna tell an artist how to create. Sure. I'm not gonna tell Mike how to write a song. That's stupid. But uh, I also, you know, don't have. I don't understand artists who want to completely distance themselves from their old material. Yeah. Um, I understand that for an artist that's like, okay, I played this song like a floppity jillion times Mm -hmm. and they're excited about the new stuff. They want to talk about the new stuff that 100% makes sense to me. Um, but you know, like it's, it's part of who you are. It's part of the story. Yeah. It's part of the band's story. It's part of our individual stories and we're so deeply connected to these songs. Yeah. And you know, yeah, maybe maybe there's some cringy moments. Like, for for God's sake, I played some of my my shitty songs on this pod. Mm-hmm. I know they're bad, but I play them yeah. because it's part of my my story. And right. we all went through that, you know. For anybody who's a songwriter or or an artist or something, our earlier work is not always going to be the pinnacle of our creativity, but it's part of our journey. Right. And I don't think it's, it should be so easily thrown out, you know? Yeah. Not saying that MXPX is doing that or Mike is doing that, but you know, I think, uh, you know, I, 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 I just, I still think there's value.
3: Yeah. Some people disagree their manager, perhaps (laughs) being one of them.
1: (laughs) Yes. Sure. Um, yep.
3: I know I, yeah. There are strong feelings about the first couple records and I will defend them. And others who love the band dearly, um, really love Ever Passing Moment way more than either of those two, and that's just it's, not me at all. So No,
1: it's also, it's not me, you know. But even still, like I think I had <coughs> I'm getting emotional. I think I had I, think I had um poking at you at you had eight and so i had it at seven yeah. yeah so but it's it's also when you, you we also have to ob, we looked at it objectively you know yeah, Right. but anyway anyway i digress Let <laughs> before you know we have one more voicemail that okay. i want to i want to play um before we get into actually talking about Poking at you and the album, and I'm do some uh, question of the week action too. That's, that's what we're gonna do. Okay, we're gonna cool, get cool. right into that. But we have it wouldn't be an episode of MagPod <laughs> without a little Danny Stairs. Of course not.
7: Hey, what's up, guys? Your boy Danny Stairs calling. um Just you know, it's a random Tuesday night, and a couple drinks, and thinking about you guys, as you know, I'm want to do. Uh, and I wrote a story I meant to uh, share. I don't know, ages ago at this point. So I got this cousin um, who I grew up with in my age. He and I were big into MFTS, uh back in the day, uh, and he got a little more um, a little more Jesus than me, I suppose. That <laughs> uh, would be one way of looking at it. Um, grew up to be a weird dude, uh, Baptist pastor for a little bit. Uh, he's a so-called missionary, but I've never known him. About him. I think it's just scam to get money from family. But um, in any event... Uh, Dude is like I was talking to him uh, maybe last year, and he's like, "Oh, I'm moving to Florida. Oh, I should I should share. He has a wife and like six kids, and you know they homeschool, obviously. Oof. Uh, you you know who they are just just by that. But in any
1: event I... Quiverfold maybe Quiverfold <laughs> yeah. maybe one of those um populate the earth with my specific kind of <laughs> right. theology babies. Yeah, could be."
7: He's like, oh, yeah, we're moving to Florida. We're going
1: to open a coffee So anybody who's like, yeah, we're moving to Florida, that <laughs> red flag should be a red flag on its own. Um,
7: we're going to open a coffee shop. I'm like, oh, that's cool. He's like, yeah, it's going to be down in St. Augustine. He's like, you should come down and visit sometime. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's cool. Florida's nice. Not in touch to visit him, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> so um, he's like, yeah, it's going to be a Christian coffee shop. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, like, you know, like, maybe have some, like, Christian gifts or whatever available, play some Christian music, you know, maybe have an occasional, like, Christian artist playing live or whatever. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, we're just, uh, we're working on getting stuff all together. You know, we got the, uh, we got our bean store, so we, uh, we found a storefront, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, now all we got to do is write up the track. I'm like, oh, my God. Amazing. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. No, oh, I'm not going there. Um, so apparently tracks are still a thing. Um, I didn't know it. I haven't seen one. I haven't seen any of those tracks since I was, you know, just uh, you know, I was in a short pants still. Um, <laughs> so I thought it was interesting. I thought you guys be interested to know that apparently there are those that are probably only within the Baptist movement. I don't know who else would do it. Uh, that still think tracks are like a good thing and that people are going to want them at their coffee shop. And in any anyway, event, that was, uh, I just want to share that. I've been meaning to share that for a couple, probably a couple of months. It's been in and out of my mind. Uh, and I, I knew you were the kind of guys who would appreciate that. So, all right, Mac Cloud for Life, guys. Love you. Bye.
1: So, if Thanks, there's bud. anybody who appreciates uh, simplified theology in cartoon form, <laughs> it's us. Yeah, I think we covered tracks on our last episode, didn't we? We did. That's, I think that's why he was uh, bringing it up. The um sense. the tract with uh Jesus spanking a girl with no pants on. It's <laughs> a tough one. <laughs> super tough. tough look, <laughs> I showed that to Dana and she was like, No. <laughs> why? She was like super bummed out. It's like yeah. why what was... also to go back to that Paula Poundstone bit uh-huh. for a moment. This was something that somebody um sat down and actually drew like if you think about it like we know it exists because we can look at it right but to think that like somebody's like hey you know i got this idea of jesus spanking the girl but hear me out what if she didn't have any pants on you know somebody somebody floated that idea and then somebody put pen to paper to create that image yeah it's so (laughs) fucked up
3: yeah i gotta read some profiles of who these tracked illustrators were. I'm picturing old men, but maybe I'd be surprised.
1: You know, old, old men sitting in their dark offices, wringing their hands over Catholics. Yeah. Ooh, these, right. these damn Catholics. <laughs> oh, S- while they are uh, drawing pictures of old men touching young children. Yikes. Yikes.
3: Um, well, good luck to your cousin, Dan. Yes. My, my mom lives near St. Augustine and I can attest that it's a cool, it's a cool spot.
1: Um, you know, notwithstanding the, uh, Christian coffee shop scene, sure, which, uh, we both have experience with, Indeed. it can be, it can be interesting as mm-hmm. you talked about bringing in some, maybe some Christian bands yeah uh but can, uh, it can also bring about some questionable stuff Indeed. such as tracks <laughs> right which are uh in my opinion not not always the best yeah Because you're essentially you're trying to in the quickest way possible uh get your message across in maybe a manipulative way sure and um if you're doing it in a cartoon form, you're appealing to children right usually. Yeah. So shitty cartoon form. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Let's it's never good art.
1: <laughs> no, it's not. And if you're if you're you know wanna look at, you know, the jack chick style of art, mm-hmm. um, it's almost always very basic and uh thrown together yep. but let's not spend another
3: episode talking about tracks jack chick our next our next guest on the pod we can announce
1: now uh he's dead uh the ghost of jack chick the joke the ghost of jack chick uh, we are going to be uh resurrecting him to talk about why he was so terrible
3: and a twist he's actually in hell so <laughs> didn't work out
1: jokes on you um yeah, he, he, so, anyway, let's, I
2: don't
1: want Sorry. to spend any more time talking about Jack Chick. You no, know, another thing about Jack Chick, Chick that I love. <laughs> here's the other, here's the thing. You know and I love about Jack Chick, <laughs> nothing. Everything. <laughs> um, so, should we, should we use this time to um, get into our uh, question of the week segment? Or should sure. we, or should we? Lump that in with our. We could lump it in. Maybe we need a little break, a little breather, a little breather. Um, let's do that, and then we'll just lump in the question of the week with the the album okay. section. So when we come back, we're going to poke at it. Yeah, we are. A little Again. Bit, or we're going to poke hotch it. Yeah, we're going <laughs> to poke at it. Really we're going to poke in at the album and the question of the week. Mm-hmm. we're back <laughs> yeah we are <laughs> um, that's a song about, Je- about jesus like many and and i we just started it like that <laughs> so this is going to be the poking at you section of the pod indeed we are going to get into the q o t dubs the question of the week which we don't do every week, but is the we the answer do. in the question. Is the
0: answer in the
1: question? <laughs> um I think it is. Okay. Um I have to check though. Okay. And uh, uh, it is. Okay. The answer is in the question. Cool, cool, cool. Um so the question of the week was when did you get uh, when did introduced? You first hear when, did you, when did you first hear When did you first hear Uh, which is not too far off. What was your first introduction to the album Poconaccia? What did you think then? What are your thoughts on the album now? So, John, what was your... Can you remember... I mean, we just sort of were trying to think back to it um in in the previous segment but um do you have any do you know where you got it from i believe
3: what i said in the episode that i didn't listen to the first part of (laughs) i didn't listen to it either um i so i got teenage politics first yes clear on that much yes it was before life in general came out just before i was excited about that and then i must have i feel like i got Afterlife in general, even. And I knew about it. Um, But I was obsessed with those two records, obviously. And then I wanted to go back and be a completist. I'm sure I got it before Buffalo. Um, 100%. But I got it used. I know that much. Sorry, guys. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I, I think I'm like Danny in that I knew its reputation as a little... Danny Leary. Danny Leary. Harder edged and rougher um but i was into it like immediately it it did not grab me um or you know stay at the level of rotation of teenage politics or life in general but i was always a fan i thought it was cool that it was this kind of darker grimier more hardcore version of the band
1: um i think i'm in i'm in the same ballpark in that i won hundo had teenage politics yeah Uh, life in general and then went back to Poconaccia I remember having a memory of listening to it in my like my family room like on a, a portable CD player and looking through the lyrics booklet and just sort of like taking it all in and and listening and especially feeling like that unopposed that, that opening riff really uh-huh. felt like this is super different. <laughs> yeah. This, this sounds like a super different band. Yeah. Uh, and it as we talked about on that, that our first episode, just how metally it yeah. sounded. But I don't want to just rehash the same stuff from the first episode. No. But one thing I wanted to, and this is, you, you talked about, how you spend a lot of time on the on the cover three list mm-hmm. i spent a lot of time today trying to look up the name of the specific christian bookstore <laughs> in randhurst mall oh uh, yeah
3: still go to that movie theater
1: oh do you yeah. <laughs> yeah so that so the randhurst i think it's called randhurst village now <laughs> that sounds right uh it, wasn't so, that
3: fancy back then
1: no it was a kind of a shitty mall so Randhurst now is super super nice, mm-hmm. and back in the day not so much. It so I I was like trying to plumb the depths of my memory to yeah. remember. Like I could I remember like the setup of the store. Right, you walk in, and to the right was the desk of like where you, the desk like where you check out, and it was the far straight ahead far back wall. Was where it had all like the Christian alternative music. Uh-huh. And so, what I had to do is I went to the Wayback Machine ah, and looked up Randhurst Way mall to go. and to try and, and I like looked through the different uh-huh. store names and I came up with Limestone Books. That sounds vaguely familiar. Um, and it's like, this is the closest I could think. And like, I'm like, that had to be, mm-hmm. that had to be it. So, um, Lempstone books had to have been the, cause it was a Christian bookstore in the mall. Yeah. And so that's where I got any number okay. of my, um, albums, not teenage politics for sure. But I'm, I am almost certain that I got poking at you at, Limestone books in Ranger or small, yeah. Um, and to Brian's point, in the first segment, he he was talking about those those sampler CDs. Uh-huh. He wasn't. He didn't. He said it was a red one. I don't know if it was like a songs from the penalty That's box what I assumed, or but... um, one of those yeah uh, early Tooth and Nail um, samplers, but. I definitely had some of those and I'm pretty sure I got, um, did you, do we, did, did you ever do like the, the harder side, the softer side, those samplers? I don't think so. Um, yeah, I'm trying to, it was, it was either, uh, I'm going to I want to know about it. I can't remember if it was BEC or cheapskates, was oh, what they yeah. were. They were like super, yeah, it was tooth and nail. Okay. Uh, so they had, it's called called Cheapskates. They were, I think they maybe said like $1.99 okay. or something on it.
3: Who we got on there.
1: So, so we got some Project 86. Sure. Furthermore, Staves Acre, Slick Shoes, Blindside, Deadlines, Shorthanded, Hangnail, Zeo, Goaty Hook, Element 101, Living Sacrifice, Off the Record, AP2, The Huntington's. The undecided, self mind, self minded, the dingies. Gotta say, I haven't heard of a fair amount of these. No, uh, I I had this okay. record. So um, what? Squad MX... Five O, Training for Utopia, and Soup the Chemist. Good old Soup the Chemist. Yeah.
3: What uh, What were the What was the MXPX on it?
1: Um, I don't know. If this one didn't have it. This one didn't have okay. it. This was. I was just thinking. The yeah. This was uh, the, the, the kind of stuff that I remember picking up sure. at, yeah, yeah, yeah. at the Christian bookstore. I
3: don't know that I ever actually bought any album from a Christian bookstore.
1: Interesting.
3: We had this embarrassment of riches of great uh, record stores in the Twin Cities. And like I said, I was a little boy and I would drive, I would ride my bike to Cheapo. And I'm yeah. 100% confident that I got Teenage Politics and answer from Cheapo. Right in St. Paul, so why go drop what was always way more money at the Christian bookstore for a than get it used to cheaper?
1: That is that is one hundred percent fair. Um, I don't think any of these, uh, any of these, cheapskates had any MXPX. The cheapskates softer side mm. had some plank eye. Had Joy Electric, okay. uh, Juliana Theory. Sure. Um, and then, it, like, I had a bunch of BEC. Uh, had had a bunch of, like, these were, like, most, I think this, this softer side was all BEC stuff. Mm-hmm. So, got a lot of really unique and kind of weird stuff that I wasn't into. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really into Starflyer 59 as a kid sure shoegaze <laughs> really yeah. wasn't my wasn't my jam yeah
3: i was like them but not super into them yeah and then of course uh, headphones which was uh dave bazan's one of his post pedro offshoots was him and uh, the dude from starflyer so right that was that was right jason martin yes or the other martin jason martin no, jason, jason martin was the dude R- ronnie
1: Starfly. is joy electric, electric. Uh, this is about poking <laughs> right? Poking This is Pokenatcha. The Martin so, Brothers pod is coming. Yes. Later. Um, so let's let's look at some of the the stuff that people were saying about poking So why don't we start with um. Let's go. Let's start with like a pop song. Um, so. He said that Life in General was his intro. to uh, MXPX didn't like poking at for years because it didn't sound anything like Life in General. Sure. Now I love poking at for that very same reason. That's cool. Yeah, I I think as a, as when as a kid when you're younger, you your first introduction. That's like what you think the band should sound like, and any deviation from that. Sure. Starts to be like, um, you know, you, you're in rough territory for, yeah. for our, our stupid child brains. <laughs> it's funny how, like, going back and hearing something that
3: was different felt okay. But, like, going forward when they would vary from that format, I was less okay. You know what I mean? Right. Like And maybe it's because when they were older albums it was harder edged and as they would release newer stuff it got poppier but I wonder if if the sound of Pocanacha was the record that followed life in general for some reason if I would have been like into it if right. I would have been like what are they doing I don't know
1: anyway I feel like if they went more hard I don't think I would have had a problem yeah I don't think so either um Pete Rose from Texas. Mm -hmm. I heard it from a friend the day after it was released. I went out and bought it that day. I saw them live a few months later. It was amazing then, and I still really like it today. I've listened to Poconatcha thousands of times over the years, and it never gets old.
3: I assume that is Pete Rose, the baseball player. Yes. uh, Writing in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's a big Poconatcha head. He's a
1: big MXPX head. (laughs) Uh, So we both asked him almost simultaneously where we where he saw them. We needed more information. Yeah, we we jumped on that like the fuck dude This is was it a... this is like that um that Jen Mandigo voicemail where she was just like um and I think uh (laughs) Right when when she was talking about uh uh, meeting Andrea Andrea she was like oh she's just working at the table (laughs) We need more information. (laughs) What the hell? Jen? Yeah so Pete says he doesn't remember the first doesn't remember where the the first show was or who played with them sometime in late 94 early 95 and thinks it was the first Tooth and Nail weekend the second time was October 26th 1995 in Arlington Texas a local band called Glisten opened and he says he's seen MXPX 25 to 30 times since then pretty much any every time they have come to Texas. That's hardcore. Yep. Pete from Texas, we salute you. We salute you. For that good story. Um, so Gene Everett is Buddy Dave. <laughs> right on.
3: No further information <laughs> No needed.
1: further. We, we also salute Dave. Yeah. Way to go, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Um, we, we all need a Dave yeah. in our life. To introduce some
3: early hardcore records.
1: Carrie Merriweather got my copy shortly after seeing them at New Song Coffee House. There
3: you go. Some tracks available. For there us. we go.
1: And Youth Center in Port Orchard back in like 94. Literally listened to it daily and int- introduced all my friends to MXPX. I loved it. We all need a Carrie Merriweather in our yeah. lives.
3: I mean, seen them in 94 at a coffee oh shop. Oh my God.
1: Is, that's pretty that's good. Le- MXPX that's cred. legit <laughs> AF. <laughs> And then we have some (laughs) Gen Man to go. These are my favorite comments. I got it at a record store in California at the same time Life in General came out. Teenage Politics was my intro at MXPX. Honestly, I didn't like you much then, and I still don't like it now. I don't like that part. No. And I said, controversy... And she said, it sounds like it was recorded in a garbage can. I'm not wrong. <laughs> yeah. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, we can get into the, the sonics of the record. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, there are times in the record where I feel like it sounds okay. Uh, anywhere But Here is a rough opening track. Yeah. It's yeah, it's long. <laughs> we'll get there. It is a long album. Um, Twitter, Twitter. We got some tweets. Tweet at us at Magnified Pod. That was another funny thing from the first
3: episode. Is that the only thing we plugged was our Twitter. Uh, That's true. That hasn't exactly no
1: <laughs> taken us to the stratosphere. So. <laughs> no, it's not. It has not. Uh, Pop Punk Pete's podcast. Yeah. Uh, I honestly didn't hear anything from that album until I heard the mxpx live album at the show which we said
3: featured walking by yes and one ad
1: um right yeah it had uh at the show featured time brings change okay walking by one ad and that might be it right I think
3: that's it yeah it's still like that's a decent decent poking at you showing
1: yeah it's not bad uh, and so then I said, "Did you think I needed to find these songs immediately?" And he said, "Yes." I wondered, "Where are these songs from?" So uh, Jacob Brinken, my first MXPX album was Teenage Politics. Boom! Absolutely loved it. Went back, bought Polkanacha, and didn't really like it. Don't listen to it. Didn't listen to it much then, and don't now. Lines, so this, buddy. this is, I mean, this is, seems to be, um, the people who discovered teenage politics first, they're like, what else is there? Yeah. Moonheads unite. <laughs> That's right. They, who else needed, um, you know, when you hit the peak. That's right. Of the, the MXPX sphere. Yeah. You know. You just need more. <laughs> just need more. Peak. Yeah. Uh, James Roberts said, had a sample cassette called Seltzer from my church store. (laughs) I need more information about that, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, I do. I do too. Um, had the song Teenage Politics on it, then discovered Pocanacha and the rest is history. Damn right, bro. Um, uh, Tyler Chamberlain says, it was my first introduction to the band at 12 years old. Next was at the show which took me by surprise. Poking atches in my top three MXPX albums. See, this is what's interesting to me, and which is why I'm glad we're doing this again. Yeah, People are all over the place with this record. Yeah, it's It's, true. And it doesn't necessarily mean... It it doesn't necessarily mean, like, if you discovered it around the time it came out, that you automatically love it. Yeah. Because some people, um, like jen mandigo she's she's an OG fan and she's, she's not, not having super, it she's not super into it um you have some people who um you know discovered you know maybe around 95 as well and they're just like eh, not feeling it yeah. so uh not every MXPX fan has amazing taste. This is what we're saying. <laughs> not as good as us. Uh, Our taste is perfect. It's true. One uh, hundo. Breaking news. Yes.
3: Seltzer, uh-huh. colon, Modern Rock to Settle Your Soul. Jesus Christ. Was released in 1996 by Forefront Records. Okay. Do you remember them? I do not. They had, well, they still have Toby Mac. Oh, They had, I mean, they had some biggies. Audio Adrenaline. Yeah. Okay. Bleach, DC Talk. Sounds right. Uh, Kevin Max, pretty much all the DC talk guys. Rebecca St. James. I'm Rebecca St. James, <laughs> and I'm a virgin. <laughs> per, uh, per Andy Riddickio. I don't know that I can...
1: <laughs> I'm Rebecca St. James, and I'm a virgin. I was not
3: familiar with that uh, that introduction that she apparently used to give, but that, that I have that burned into my brain now. Uh, Skillet <laughs> was on there. Anyway, this, this compilation did feature teenage politics, as he said. Also poor old Lou, makes sense. Supertones, sure. But then it's like Newsboys, Jars of Clay, Third Day, DC Talk, PFR. We've talked about oh, PFR, Pf- haven't we?
1: I don't know if we have.
3: PFR. <laughs> which which song? Goldie's uh, Last Day. No, I don't I think this must have been pre Goldie. Uh let's see. What did I just say? Garden? Maybe that is on that record. I don't I feel like I had whatever record had that and Goldie's last day.
1: I wonder if it was their first album could be No, it was not on their first album. Uh, uh
3: them is the record that it's on.
1: Them so uh Goldie's Last Day, Goldie's Great Lengths and Them. I had Goldie's all Last three Day. of those records. Um I was a I was into PFR. I I have I have not
3: heard them in literally probably 20 years, but or them more. No, no well yes but pfr um but goldie's last but day you've, i was you've heard them pf <laughs> is this a who's on first situation <laughs> um, third base <laughs> yeah i i did really like that record a lot at the time um, which one <laughs> not them goldie's last day you don't like pfr you just said you like
0: them. <laughs> fuck you
3: <laughs> what year did this come out Goldie's last
1: day came out in '93. Wow, man, I was a little boy. <laughs> that was twenty six years ago. Oh, boy, I we we are we it. have one foot in the grave. Yeah. Uh, oh man.
3: PodFR coming soon. Our PFR podcast, uh, where we talk Goldie's last pod. <laughs> What's happening? Wow. This is hard rocking. Have you seen a Star is Born? No, I haven't. That basically sounds like Bradley Cooper's band. <laughs> I've seen a Star is Born. The song that opens the movie. It kinda sounds like that. Can we hear Little Goldie's last day real quick?
1: <laughs> yes. If um we we might have to do Pot Fr. I just said that. Did you? You weren't listening. I wasn't listening because I was thinking about I was thinking about them. PFR the that band. Is. Oh. <laughs> the song made me so sad. It was about his dog dying, right? Yeah. Goldie, Goldie. Goldie.
3: Man, this is like more elaborate than I remembered, these two songs.
1: Goldie. It's so sad. Wow. That's sad. And it's the cutest cutest little I'm assuming it's a golden, golden retriever. Player.
3: I ha- I got this cassette in my stocking for Christmas. Yeah. This is we got to It's, it's a ship here. <laughs> Can We fast forward a little. It's
1: so melodramatic. <laughs> but the but it has like this like little bouncy. There we go. This is a jam.
0: like a brother or sister or like a mom or I don't remember the words. We never, never,
3: this is like Joyce's legit.
0: Sit, stay, don't beg, stop licking my ass. Come now, I wish Gold could come out and play.
3: All right, so in conclusion, Goldie's last day slaps. It's a bop. This is straight fire. Uh, that's a good
1: song, dude. I'm gonna go listen to this. Fucking artists. PFR, man. Yep. Um, I was. I was. Man. I might have to. We might have to do a pot FR. Let's do it for sure. Um, get him on the pod. We're talking. Yeah, we should. Let's uh. Let's get these dudes on the pod. Um, that's a tough
3: picture. <laughs> we're looking at an image of them.
1: Uh yeah well, it's it's like true it. i uh i always thought that i always thought that this this center dude looked like matthew perry oh yeah and i, I and i thought this dude here on the right looked like keanu reeves
3: that's a that's a super group right
1: there <laughs> super you know group. where pfr was from
3: no minneapolis baby oh
1: wow everybody coming straight out of mini that's right um so we getting we've, we've real spent way too much time on PFR
3: I feel like if you're listening to this podcast you you need a little PFR time
1: I think if you're listening to our podcast you kind of understand that <laughs> this is kind of this is kind of PFR for the course
3: oh shit. PFR put out a record in 2012 no way called Minneapolis what let me pick that up no. Yep. where digital download only oh uh, bullshit
1: uh, uh good okay for them. yeah good for them all you go to, see them okay let's see if they are going to be playing in minneapolis anytime soon so. we uh magpod nation unite we <laughs> will all come together at the pfr concert in minneapolis oh, that would be great um anyway so what were we talking about <laughs> MXVX uh,
3: Yes, Seltzer, Seltzer Twitter that, comments. That's, that's I think right. we're closing the the question of the week. Book. I think so. Thanks for weighing in, everyone.
1: Yep. Um, okay, so I wanted to talk about, um, you know, some of the things that we didn't talk about on the first episode. And mm-hmm. uh, Mike had said in... Was I think it was no new kind of story. He was talking about some of the other band names that they had. Yeah. Uh, before. They were Ma- weird. Magnified Platte. Shady Haze. <laughs> yeah, that's. That
3: sounds like it could have been a band from the mid '90s for sure.
1: I it, Shady Haze, really does sound like a grunge band. Yeah. So one of the things that we also talked about we. Erroneously on the first episode, mm. said that they did Magnified didn't... wrong. <laughs> yes. Per Tom C. Per Tom C., we are magnified wrong. Um, Where we magnify all of our uh, our inaccuracies. Mm-hmm. So we talked about how they'd never released a, a proper album under magnified plaid. Oh. And um, while technically they've always been MXPX from from their first label debut uh they actually had on the jewel case oh we did yeah we talked about we this. did talk about okay. this um the jewel case had for you had magnified plaid on the side right and also on the actual CD it magnified says plaid. magnified plaid sure enough under the MXPX yep. so just want to get that um holy shit I'm just looking at my <laughs> it's pretty scratched. <laughs> <laughs> Scratched his fuck. It's like a, when I bought a cheapo, probably. Yeah, this is no. This is this is old school, dude. This is my that's old school. <laughs> that's old school. This reference is also old school. That's how we do things here. This is uh, this this the, the Danny Leary story <laughs> talking about who's <laughs> Def Leppard <Lefer, laughs> baby. was Def Leppard? <laughs> the guy who is super pumped at every song. That's old. That's school. old school, man. That's I, old school. It's gonna be
3: me when I go see deflap soon
1: yeah man when we see when we see mxpx next month and we're just we're in the audience we're <laughs> in the gonna audience shout that out for sure <laughs> we're gonna yeah we're gonna scream out walking by or pxpx oh my
3: God. I, I, mike if you're listening yes please play walking by one of those two nights i It'll would only take you a minute and a half or whatever yeah
1: seriously or you know I, if you played walking by i would I'd rip my arm off and throw it on stage. (laughs) My head would explode. I would punch whoever was closest (laughs) to me. It's probably going to be me, so thanks a lot. (laughs) That's true. Um, I would would go nuts in the pit and just, like, (laughs) circle pit punching people. Yep. Oh man, this is not selling us selling it, Tim. Why should you play, mm. dude? If you play this song, I will incite incite violence. <laughs> Let's burn this place to the ground. <laughs> Fuck this place. Oh, you have a show here tomorrow? Okay, we'll, we'll burn it down tomorrow. Sorry, guys. Um, so uh, I want to. We also didn't talk about any of the artwork for whatever reason. He's putting artwork in quotes when you said that dude it's the i'm most... sorry i'm sorry no the john nissen
3: design is yeah, it's the most like all-timer it's an all-time classic i thought you were maybe talking about the the lighter notes photos which well are hilarious
1: maybe, they it's if we if we were to put you no know we should do for we might have to do this for another for another album or mm-hmm. for another episode we should we rank my Carrera hairstyles? <laughs> hairstyles. That's a great idea. So this one is dead last. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is this is a r- this is a rough look for my dude.
3: Weird little kind of what do you even call those things? He's kind of got like the, some antenna coming out of his head that are bleached.
1: They're, they're sort of like bleached like mini <laughs> mini tats. Mini, <laughs> mini 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 ponytails. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
3: mini ponytails coming out of the top of his head. Not a good look.
1: No, yeah. I also think, uh, you know, uh, so I thought Yuri for, like, for, like, it was like, man, he's, like, front and center. Like, is he, like, a big deal? Like, he's, like, he's, like, the centerfold. Yeah. He's, like, he's looking good. He's, <laughs> like, these Dope these, necklace. these glasses are coming back. These are kind, of, kind of, like, my glasses right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I also think this is kind of funny that... When you look at, so Andy is wearing his no effects, no effects shirt yeah. in both, in both pictures. Is it Mike, Mike, wearing a Mike shirt? is wearing a yeah, rancid shirt. I remember but, that. But, Yuri, uh, <laughs> did like an outfit change or like wet his hair down between pictures? Like,
3: Dude, the stripy polo is not punk. It's not punk. Take <laughs> that shit
1: off. <laughs> Somebody take their shirt off, give it to Yuri. Um, <laughs> slick your hair back. Yeah. You know, what's going on? who is this guy
3: uh yes but i'm sorry for giving short shrift to John Nissen's dope design cuz this is the this is the coming out party this is the debut for the yeah. Punk punk he's doing all kinds of iconic poses
1: he's got the, the he's shredding on a skateboard he's mm-hmm. jumping he's mm-hmm. got we got the running punk um yeah man this is and this will s- shortly be emblazoned on my body forever That's right uh, i'm going to i'm definitely at this point the original the plan is px head mm-hmm. with some sort of banner that says left coast punk that's pretty cool under it do
3: you get to have left coast punk if you're not from the left coast at all
1: i'm not saying i'm left coast punk sure you're just saying i'm repping okay, okay. The left coast punk man what
3: about like third coast you know people call
1: chicago that sometimes that would be sort of like confusing, like <laughs> that's fair. It'd be like, uh, you know, if you if you got a Def Leppard tattoo, which I and, obviously am, and then you were like, Canada, <laughs> yes, just <laughs> like, like what?
3: Sure, sure, I get it. Uh yeah, if you want to get a MXPX themed tattoo with uh, some of these <laughs> listeners that are doing that and Andrew, yeah, uh, I don't think I'll be joining you.
1: Danny Stairs, eventually. April, yep. we will be uh come and do it. We w- we're gonna be hitting up uh Great Lakes tattoo right um right across the street from my barbershop. Hell yeah. Get a shout cut. out shout out to Handcrafter Barbershop, yep, and my boy Isaac. Um big fan of the pod. So you just can't walk in. It's appointment only. Oh, bummer. So um, it's kind of, you know, when you think barbershop, you think you can just walk in. But these dudes are busy AF. <laughs> sure. Um. So one other thing before we move on to the actual... Uh, this might be our, our longest episode ever. <laughs> No. I mean, we're coming up on two hours and we haven't started the music, so right, right, right. maybe... <laughs> <laughs> um one one thing I think is weird um so think twice is the only song in here where they didn't bold the song title <laughs> in the lyrics for some reason I don't know I think whoever is was... better, better
3: copy editor bro. Yep,
1: yeah. let's <laughs> go back in time uh, 25 years and reprimand whoever did the copy. Mm-hmm. Do you um? Do you know who, thigh cream is? The name is familiar. So it's I think it, they're thanked in uh, at least the first couple records. Maybe that's uh, why they, it's familiar. They thank Matt from Thigh Cream. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure it's he's thanked in. Uh, teenage politics if i'm not mistaken uh if you try to google
3: thigh cream <laughs> i don't see any christian punk bands that's all i'm saying
1: yeah so uh yeah this is the part of the podcast where we <laughs> throw out are... throw out questions that we don't have answers to yeah i'm sure the hardcore pxpxers
3: are like oh jesus they don't know thigh cream <laughs> yeah. I saw them at a coffee house in 94
1: yeah, they opened up for um oof, you were a yikes. Um yeah, I don't uh if you, if you if you google um MXPX thigh cream, it still doesn't get any get any more specific. Um so I think that should be our next piece of merch. Magnified Pod thigh cream. <laughs> Just
3: rub it on your thighs while you listen to the pod.
1: Yep, I would. I
3: I would like that. It's not lotion. It's specifically for thighs only.
1: don't even try and put it on your hands. It's not going to work there. It's for your thighs. All Um, right. Hey, so one last thing before we get into the music. I just Uh want to shout out our boy, Christoph Cole. Mm -hmm. Um, He's a dude that reached out to me, uh, us, but I responded to him. Uh, through Facebook and bro is from Belgium. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And he's been, uh, listening to the pod Nice. and he said, he was asking us if we, he's like, if you haven't already done this, have you ever, have you considered listening to or talking about the latest Goldfinger since Mike Mike plays on it? Mike was slapping that bass.
3: It's a good idea. We talked about the Christmas EP a little, bit. we have not uh, talked yeah. about the actual record.
1: That, yeah. So um, It's a good idea. Yeah, and you know he's also he's a big fan of Mill and Collins, so we were chatting about that today. Cool. And they also uh, th- turned me on to um, Old Man Markley. Have you have you heard of them? I
3: think they were like thigh cream spinoff.
1: I think so. Yeah they they were. Uh, super, like, early thigh cream influence. No, I'm uh, not, so I'm Old not. Man Markley, it's uh, a fat wreck band. And he, and he put me onto the song called uh, Guts and Teeth. That's a good
3: name. And they're a punk and bluegrass band. I like yes. the sound of that. Yeah.
1: So he's like this. he's like, listen to this. This is Mike Herrera. The that. the lyrics, no, not the lyrics, but the, the vocals. And I was like, it's like, oh, I'll check this out. So I want to shout out our dude and Old Man Markley in uh-huh. the song Guts and Teeth. And I was I like, listen to this. yeah, take a listen real quick.
0: I still see my actions ripple, grinding hope stones in a sand. Losing too much kills a lion, makes mice of many men i watched you suffer two, stuck steadfast to beliefs
1: that i'm apart from it yeah, I can see that. yeah. Boy, similar vibe it was uh it's it's my career adjacent yeah Get into the, it. Th- those first few seconds i was like oh uh, uh, no, no, no. it does yeah. it does sound a little mike. like mike mike is that you are you moonlighting in a ninth band
3: looking at some pictures they got like a stand-up bass a fiddle like a dulcimer they have
1: like 19 people in the band <laughs> like the best. there's legit nine people in this band uh but bluegrass and punk i am into that i'm into that 2019 andrew <laughs> is into that <laughs> He's ready for that i'm ready my body is so ready me too
3: Um, Cool. We'll send us uh, some Belgian chocolate and we will review Goldfinger.
1: Yeah. Hit us, hit us up with that Belgian chocolate, bro. Um, Just, we have no P.O. box. (laughs) So, I don't know. (laughs) DM us. (laughs) Slide into our DMs with, uh, no, I don't, I'm not asking you for free chocolate. (laughs) Okay. Poking at you. Yeah. Should we. Let's do it. Should we dive in? It's going... a short album, so it shouldn't take long. Yeah, it's only, it's only 48 minutes, so not a big oh, deal. Jesus.
3: sick. So here's the deal, if you don't like this album, you're wrong.
1: <laughs> that song rules. It's song rules. Um the the one thing I'll say about this song um it, so I we get we get a sense of what some pokenatcha songs could actually sound like. Sure. If recorded not in a garbage can <laughs> not in a garbage can when you when you hear um when you hear some of the songs live on like the at the show record you're like oh these songs fucking rule yeah and when they're not played and recorded poorly they actually sound fucking awesome there are some so this in the 25th year of Poconaccia that's right our lord anniversary savior yeah. my career <laughs> um you know like I think, man, what would some of these songs sound like if given a chance, you know?
3: Makes me a little nervous. No, I... Because of Life in General 2.0. Fair. But, but this is was, such a different sound. That was
1: done for different reasons. Sure, sure, sure. That was... That was... But anyway... Um,
3: well, they I, did I, do it for 10 Years in Running, right?
1: So 10 Years in Running, they did... Was they, there... They, re- rec- they re-recorded... Um, some. What? What did they do? They did. Um, one ad. One ad. See, I don't know. I just like. I like the garbage can. You also didn't like. You. Uh, you didn't like. Teenage politics. No, you didn't I like. Just,
3: it's part of the thing for me. The context is part of the experience. It still sounds fuzzy bass. That part's good. Alright, I'm I'm on board with this one. Yeah. That one's okay. No, see, no. <laughs> I don't want it to sound a little tinnier. Okay. That Bob Moon special. <laughs> Take out some of the
1: Take out yeah, you know, just you know, turn up the treble all the way. <laughs> That's right. Um I don't know. But like when when Anywhere but here starts off, and it's just like you hear so much background noise. Yeah.
3: You know. Yeah, that's a bummer. <laughs> you, you can
1: hear you can hear that Brang, amp cranked up. Yeah.
3: And it's super fuzzy. I mean, this. <laughs> what we said in our original app was that, like, I mean, the distortion is the main takeaway from this record. Right. Like it's Andy's hitting that distortion pedal hard. Mike's bass is running through. Something that he would never run it through again in any other record. Exactly. Um, but what peeks through is like the great chorus here, and the songs transcend their context, I think. And like we said, that jazzy flourish after the chorus, the do do do, 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 do. do I mean, that's MXP AC. Yeah. It's great. Yeah.
1: And, and Mike, out the gate, shreds on the bass. He does. Yuri, out the oh gate. Oh my gosh, Yuri crushing it on the drums yeah uh
3: song is too long
1: (laughs) yes that was i think the the takeaways that anybody could take away from our first episode is albums too long yeah songs are too long cut some songs (laughs) yes agreed (laughs) Um, i still feel that way yeah i i do think this song could have easily been under three minutes. Yeah. Easily, easily, easily. They do a lot of these kind of like breakdowns. They they do they, they do some breakdowns. They do some fills. They do like let's just do one last <laughs> yeah. you know run Except of the, the chorus, chorus for the fifteenth time. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: uh, yeah. Chop it up, make it it's,
1: better. Yeah. yep. Yeah. They go they go from like having a three and a half minute song to like you know having like some minute 23 minute yeah, four that's where you got
3: to be for these kind of songs right keep it under two i say
1: yep um weak oh shit
3: those drums. Oh my
1: god. Love those drums. Yuri, I love that man. <laughs> He's truly a legend. He is. There's nothing um there's nothing about this song that's like they are reinventing the wheel or anything. No. It's it's a hardcore punk song. It's also 3 minutes. It's too long. <laughs> it's also way too long. It's too long. I think these the, the first two songs on this album or it combined are six and a half minutes.
3: That's like that should be
1: a thirty record. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. I I I I t- I hate to harp on that so much, but like, <laughs> like if there's gonna be any critique that we have, yeah, it's it's not that like, oh this album sounds like shit or oh this I don't like a particular song. It's like, it's the construction of it. it's the it's the bones it's like right. the songs like i like the songs yeah. i like some of the melodies yeah they just could have been whittled down
3: yep yeah um, i like that song it's a good song
1: yeah it's fun um oh so here's another thing um so i don't know what you did with your top 3 because stayed the same you're, you're keeping it the same
3: i was open to it changing but it it didn't stay did the same stay.
1: Mine changed.
3: Ah, fascinating.
1: So, my original top three, Walking By, Think Twice, Ears to Hear. Yep. You, your original top three? Uh, walking By, Wanad, PXPX. Okay. Um, so...
0: Jesus. Hey, Jesus,
1: you there, bro? It's me, the girl. I'm too busy buying Cokes for my dude, Mike, but what's up? Um,
3: Still my number two.
1: It's my number three now.
3: All right. I'm glad it made the cut.
1: So, yes, uh, I won't say what song got bumped just yet, mm. but in listening back to this and also listening to At The Show... Uh, those opening those opening drums and the yeah it's great it's just fucking sweet it's great I realized one for me she's the only one for me one one for me one for me she's the only one for me
3: what was that again was that like a demo version I think it was from Let It Happen Let
1: It Happen yeah yo yo yo
3: at least they cut some of that shit out at least um yeah. This I mean what I said on our last app I mean on the the on the original Pocahontas app was that I think we both said this even that like how we were approaching our top threes were not necessarily even like the best songs. It was yeah. like what we would want on a playlist to to represent them yeah. overall or something yeah so i think with this first record i was going for the most iconic three sure so this time around i was like you know that approach kind of changed later We're like i didn't include a lot of the singles yeah in my top three but this i mean i just feel like this has to be it's the most mxpxc song on this record i feel like it's the most um yeah it's the song that still is a part of them in a way that a lot of these songs are not, I feel like. So Yeah. I don't know. What were you going to say?
1: Well, I th- I think yeah, our the the structure of how we did the top 3 yeah, changed almost right. immediately. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we maybe my justification or reasons for how I did the top 3 um I I can't think Back to what mindset I was in for sure. that necessarily. But in listening to the album again, thinking it's like the song rules. Of course, of course, I want to have it on my top three. Yeah, But, you know, there's 21 songs to choose from. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, it's, it's kind of like I was going to compare it to Let It Happen, but there aren't as many songs on here that I love as much agree as, as the level to which I love right. the songs on Let It Happen. I agree with that. I mean, we
3: we are overlapping now on two of three at least out of 21. That's yep. pretty good. Yep. Wait, would you... <laughs> walking By and Wanted, oh. it, right?
1: Yeah. Yes, even though we haven't gotten to Walking no. By, that's 100% going to stay on my list. I just assumed. Yeah. Realize... Mentioned Yuri. He, he, yep, drums sound great. Oh my god, that's in that, my notes. That those the drums on. So it realized isn't one of my favorite songs no. on the record, but I can't help but just like yeah. drum he's along. Beast. He's a beast. He's a he's a little kid. Yep, and a beast. <laughs> he is a child. How old
3: are they here? Sixteen.
1: Um, yeah, they so they were finishing so for. I think they must have been 16 or 17, 17 because maybe. Yeah. when they were recording Teenage Politics, it was... Spring break. Spring break, I think, of their <laughs> senior, senior year. Yeah, yeah, so. So, yeah maybe <laughs> 17, I think. He was a little boy, wanted to be a big boy. That's right. And... It is, <laughs> that is nuts that they were... Children. Yeah. Minors.
3: Um, yeah. Just tearing it up. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's a little sludgy for me, this one. But, uh... Yeah. I do wonder... No offense to Andy, and uh, it's probably the way the guitar sounds more than his playing, if anything. But like, when I say sludgy, which I'll say again a bunch of times on this record, I think <laughs> it mostly pertains to the guitar sound. Um, yeah, but this one feels just a little. Yeah,
1: it, it, it makes me wonder, um, you know, because this was this is uh, an Aaron Sprinkle joint. Mm-hmm. Um, and admittedly, he had just he didn't know what he was doing. He <laughs> just started doing some stuff, and he's like, told the band, he's like, "I'll help record, you know, this this demo or some of your, some songs for you, but I'm just gonna give it to, you know, Brandon." Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think everybody was new. Everybody was new to everything. Um, so I don't want to blame andy too much right um because could just as easily have been (laughs) yeah whatever andy was running his guitar through plus um aaron miking things weird or who knows what if we don't have the guitar sound exactly the same (laughs) on this song
3: is something somebody could have said
1: yeah um yeah i think they're probably going for speed i think so um you know, because they just didn't think twice. twice. This doesn't sound super sludgy. Eh, now it does.
0: Like, now I can
1: So, um, this got kicked off my list Okay
3: I think that's probably the right call
0: <laughs>
1: Son of God Just
3: had to get to the <laughs> We are brotherhood That's right Bounded by the Son of God um, Yeah, I. this one has a great chorus Everything else surrounding it I'm kind of like, meh I The gang
1: know. vocals I, are, are tight
3: Yeah, I think a lot of people like this one In your Defense. You don't need defense, but in your rationale behind choosing it for your top (laughs) three. (laughs) I think a lot of people have this as a favorite. It's I like the chorus a lot. The rest I'm like I don't know. Part of it too is just those the the chords in a lot of those riffs feel sludgy even regardless of production. Yeah. Just kind of like I'm just like I don't know. Yeah. It feels very... I mean, it was 94 in the Pacific Northwest. It feels grungy, you know? It does. It does. Which is fine, but it's a weird match with Think Twice. <laughs> I don't know. And also,
1: Sludgy in song talking about how we need to be nicer to each other. Yeah. But, speaking of Sludgy... Oh, why want to I don't remember if we talked about this in uh, I think we did. Mike's delivery corner or anything. <laughs> I think we just called it.
3: <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, this is another one where it's like kind of a bummer intro for me, and then as soon as the verse kicks in, I'm immediately super into it. Yeah.
1: Yes, it's. I I think I also mentioned on the that first episode how I wanted to learn how to <laughs> yeah play play that, that riff. Yeah, because it just sounds so heavy. It does. But I. I was like, didn't have, I had like one of those tiny ass amps. Uh I was like, it didn't, didn't Didn't quite quite pack the punch. No, it didn't quite pack that, that grungy ass punch. That's, that sounds weird. (laughs) Get get your grungy ass
3: punch, Trader
1: Joe's. Um, Trader Joe's, where we're selling magnified pod brand grungy ass punch. Get it next to the thigh cream. Um,
3: (laughs) Nope. The the song also features a breakdown in the middle. Uh, It is too long. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But gosh, the the verse and the chorus, I'm on board. Makes me want to start a circle pit in this room and flip over the table.
1: Something else I realized um, in listening to this first episode again was we really didn't start our singing until later episodes. (laughs) Yeah, we felt felt some freedom. we, We were a lot quieter. Yeah. And I was like man i gotta we gotta start i was like I'm s- i mean some- by the
3: time we get to songs that we've heard multiple times i feel like it's totally permissible to <laughs> sing over them exactly
1: <laughs> the aspect mentioned exc- excogitate uh impious another, <laughs>
3: another word in the song the lyrics to the song are inscrutable we should say <laughs> like i legit have no idea what what's happening here
1: I, i'm um, wondering if it's impious
3: impious that makes a lot more sense impious not a word <laughs> but even impious is like that's a that's a 15 dollar word right there yeah I yeah. just throwing thrown around excogitate and impious. I don't know. That's, there's just a lot going yeah, on. Yeah,
1: there's there's a lot going on. In Disassociated. These, these are a lot in these early MXPX albums, a lot of $15 words. Tell you what, though. The drum fills on that chorus. Holy cow. I'm not a big... The chorus is not my favorite. This song is not my favorite. But... It, that isn't your favorite? My... my <laughs> I like this part of the song. Yeah, that's cool. And then the... Yeah. This is what I was looking for. Yeah, that's fun.
3: It's still too long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want more bass. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. I'm good with that. Yeah. I. More bass riffs.
1: I could have uh, ended it minute 45 i think so um uh ears to hear is this was was on your list wasn't it nope no no never mind a lot of people like this one though my list was oh wait no uh yes i'm I'm... nope (laughs) you are dead wrong sir (laughs) fuck you john powder (laughs) yes
3: this was that it's not on your list this time um <laughs> I'm also wrong. Right now there's not
0: that is
1: john made a liar of me this is on my list this is um my number two okay
3: cool yeah that's one that a lot of people like
1: yep um i just i can't get past the opening
0: right now that.
1: <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's, it's it's shouty mike yeah it's you know blowing out the the speakers mic. Yeah. Right now, that! <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so fucking good. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, I'm into it. It's not yeah.
3: on my list, but I do like it.
1: Yep. Wh- whatever.
3: So so two of your three are the same. Yes. Two, twice two of the three thoughts. are the same. Okay.
1: We now share two of three. Got it. Yeah.
0: So see don't go blaming me for your bad headache.
1: headache. Do we do we need any more (laughs) (laughs) penalties than that? uh famously not one of mike's favorite songs <laughs> and
3: i am with him <laughs> i mean it's not awful but the cheesiness levels are off the charts here
1: it's it's cheese um there i mean i would rather hear bad hair day over some later songs sure. yeah that,
3: it's kind of become like a, a classic in its own yeah cheesy way um The harmonies later aren't doing them any favors. (laughs) (laughs) They don't sound great. Uh, Yeah. I would also like some aspirin.
0: I would.
3: After hearing this song. Also, looking at those pictures, I think Mike's the one having a bad hair day. Am I right?
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, This is
1: our drive time radio show. That's right. Um, Just. (laughs) <laughs> Tune in at 10 through 7 p.m. This is Andrew
0: and John on your magnified pod radio network. Power hour.
3: <laughs> um <laughs> that's, uh, that's that's that <laughs> song. I got nothing else to say about that here, dude. Can't get to sleep at night.
0: Just yeah. thinking about the day that you'll be
3: song on the record yep it is way too long uh that intro is a little tough for me to hang with but then i'm on board once the the faster verse comes in
1: yeah i think it i think it pairs well with bad hair day sure in it's the, the early emo section the cheese factor
3: yeah um it's a little bit like I took a couple pills tonight <laughs> it's the proto version of that
1: yeah, it is. But with with less steel guitar. Yeah, sadly. That could have really improved this song, I think. <laughs> <No way. laughs> can you imagine steel guitar? Aaron Sprinkle's like, I got just the thing.
3: Run it through ten layers of distortion.
1: Yeah, can we get some um get some maybe some trumpet get some <laughs> keys on here yeah. um oh ooh. shit get that big motherfucker This Classic. Is, yeah, this is probably my number four. It is
3: still my number three. Yep. It is a minute and four seconds. Yep. Get in there, get out, leave the people <laughs> wanting more.
1: And I do love it. Do. It also um the the lyrics say poke and atch punks.
3: Pokenatch. Interesting.
1: Yep. Yeah, there's no there's no A.
3: Pokenotch, I believe is how yeah, it's pronounced.
1: oh, you're right, you're right. Pokenotch. Yeah,
3: it's so uh, weirdly like, I mean, like many of the songs on this record weirdly uh explicitly preachy. Yep. Yeah. Which is not necessarily what you'd associate with a chorus of Pokenotch punks, but <laughs> yeah. I guess God is poking at us.
1: I guess so? Maybe that it is. Uh, Again, the tone—he's meaningful to us, but not to you. He's the one true center <laughs> of our lives. His light is shining through and on to you. It's your choice. He'll always be there, waiting. It's so
3: of a piece. This whole record of like what you've said before about. It's like why I am sick of trying to convince you you're a dummy. Yeah. I've got it figured out and I just what can I even do anymore? It's yeah. like he's so exhausted and mad at yeah. everybody who doesn't think what he thinks. It's like Yeah. An interesting. It's not it's not just like God's great and look to God. It's always just like you just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny.
1: Yeah, there's there's a lot of indignation. Yes. A lot <laughs> just... of
3: Impiousness. Yeah. Impiousness.
1: If there's somebody who's very impious, it's uh it's Mike. He's, He's a little imp. Yeah. And on to Moving on Oh shit. Ding, 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 ding. Time brings change. And badass songs. <laughs> my fucking number one. This is your number one? What?
3: Yeah. Really?
1: Wait. I thought we already said your wait, top three. Wait. What is this? <laughs> Time brings change. Did I... <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm confused. Did I... I thought you said... Walking by is... Walking by, one ad and... You're right. God damn it. I don't even... I'm so fucking confused. <laughs> what are your three? I'm... <laughs> Walking by uh, Ears to Hear and Want Ad. Okay, so not Time Brings Change. No.
3: I think you should bump Ears to Hear for Time Brings Change, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Uh, well, I'll tell you that it's this was a contender for me, for sure.
1: Uh, I didn't... I, for <laughs> some reason, I thought this was on my top three. This time or last time? This time. What?
3: I don't know what to tell you about that. It it wasn't on your list either time. (laughs) I know it wasn't. (laughs) Um, It's a good, it's a great song. Why
1: don't I have it on my
3: list? Maybe it's time to call on audible. Our sponsor is audible.com. So it makes sense. (laughs) Do you need to hear a little more? (laughs) I vote this song. Put this one in. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm changing it. I'm gonna do it.
1: Uh um, time brings change is replacing ears yes. to hear. Fuck that song. <laughs> no, not really. No. But I agree because, with that. Okay, my new top three mm-hmm. um is officially I'm changed two songs from my last time. Okay. Walking by is still my number one, which yep. we haven't even gotten to yet. Nope. Time brings change one ed. Very solid. Yep. I support it. This uh, Thank
3: you. The pre-chorus here feels very MXPXE, um, And I love those... Not this thing, but the... <laughs> I yeah, like the sticks. I do, too. Well,
1: I guess it's not sticks. It's the hi-hat.
3: I dig the, the time changes back into the fast verses, too, um, later. Yep. But uh, we are barely halfway through the album. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's a little rough. Um, so this is one song we didn't get a chance to, uh, cover, um, Jars of Clay. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. <laughs> That's oh, a different
3: Jars oh, of whoops. Clay. Whoops, sorry. Thought I was in a dorm for a second there.
1: <laughs> ring rain on my face. It's weird so, that, um, Jars of Clay started the band after this song. Rain, but days. <laughs> so what you're saying is Jars of Clay picked up poking at you and they're like you guys this great idea have i got a song for, this, <laughs> for you this have i got a uh contemporary christian music career for you listen to this it's, <laughs> it's your a, brother it's your, it's your jars of jar, I don't know. jars of this it's your brother clay <laughs> <Dirt>. <laughs> yeah there you go. it's your brother clay <laughs> jars of clay <laughs> I don't even know what sense. we're doing anymore. <laughs> uh, it's but we have to. It's our other, our other Back to the Future reference for the episode. True. No, um, I believe Dries
3: of Clay predates uh Pokedexha's release.
1: Did you, um, did you? Did you? Did uh, you play, <laughs> play Worlds Apart on your acoustic guitar? We've talked to, about this on the pod. Did before. we? To I, is yeah. that is that how you convinced Janie uh, Gen- <laughs> to marry you? I
3: think you maybe even made a joke about. Using it for girls before too. Did um,
1: I? I'm I'm super consistent.
3: <laughs> uh, no, I, this was not one of my jams, but I did hear it often.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this this uh, uh that and love song for a savior.
5: I, am the only one to blame I mean, just destiny.
1: just praise hands, bro.
5: <laughs>
3: Talented dudes, no PFR.
1: But, no, it, uh, no, they're not. It's no gold. It's no Goldie's last day. No. But um, <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Let's hear the song. <laughs> we are just wasting time. Oh.
3: Tommy you'd know because you go something inside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not not one of my favorites. No.
1: Not much um, variance there, n- bros. No. Uh, no. It's it's fine. Cruising on high second highest in. Second hand high. Oh, see, I was trying to say. standards not one of my faves <laughs> no not one of my faves either so <clears throat> i feel like we have um <laughs> like the past five or six songs we've <laughs> it's we've a tough old, stretch. Yeah it's a trap this this middle stretch is a little yeah is a little rough but then it gets uh saved by walking by i like uh, i like the next song do you you like it <laughs> yeah I, I don't do. know. It's uh, it, I, I like that. There's some yellies, yelly mics, maybe mm-hmm. some yelly Andy. I'm not sure. True. Who, I'm not sure who's yelling. Maybe they they say uh, Matt sings background vocals on another song about TV.
3: Matt from Thigh
1: Cream. Uh, I'm assuming Matt from Thigh Cream. Good old Matt. Good old Matt. He was maybe that's why he was screaming. Maybe the, the Thigh <laughs> Cream burns. <laughs> It burns on contact. Just, uh, it's just needed cream, or maybe that maybe they're burning from leg day. I
3: like line. that and the, I also, yeah,
1: it's really playful. Yeah,
3: it, uh, I know we, it's also a minute and 40 seconds, right on guys. This,
1: this song just doesn't speak to me in the, in the <laughs> lyrical content. Well, we
3: talked last time about how it felt pretty dated, because yeah. there's not really songs anywhere about how TV sucks, because it's like... A, you pointed out, there's a lot of great TV on at the time. I did point that out. And B, today it's just like that's not really a, a position that <laughs> many people hold. It, I mean, um, the
1: only thing it, it, it's also because in the past 25 years, the, the scope of how, or not the scope, but like the way people consume entertainment has right. drastically different. It's not like, like there's four channels or whatever. No, you and and, and it's not like you have you have tv right. network television <laughs> there's either tv or there's not but yeah but now it's like you have how many different streaming services now right. exist with and it, it seems like more and more <laughs> This this new um, Twilight Zone on CBS, CBS All Access. Access, whatever the fuck that is.
3: It's a streaming only CBS thing, which was also the only way to watch Star Trek Discovery, which I actually kind of wanted to watch, but I haven't seen any of it because it's on the stupid All Access thing. Yeah, and I'm gonna find a way to
1: watch Twilight Zone because that looks dope as hell. It really does. It's um, got it's it's uh, Jordan Peele. Um, it's got everybody we love. Um, Too bad TV sucks,
3: so won't be watching it. It won't be watching. Streaming sucks. (laughs) Um, Netflix (laughs) sucks. Ah! What I realized, though, is I think where Mike's vibe is at is the same as he would kind of use in the, like, throw away your cell phone stuff later. I don't think it's so much about TV sucks. I think he's saying, like, don't get trapped in your devices and Detachment
1: from reality. Right, which is fair enough. It's Um, a fair point, and he's just throwing the burden on the T V. Right. Poor TV. Poor TV. Uh, it's alright, T V. <laughs> you know, speaking of uh Netflix and streaming services, did you watch um the Black Mirror Bandersnatch? I didn't watch that one yet. That's the new one, right? With the multiple endings
3: and everything. No, I still haven't seen it's, it. It's
1: it's a choose your own adventure. Yeah.
3: I gotta watch it. It's fucking it was such a long list of things. Dude,
1: it's 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 a mind fuck because yeah. it's levels. Right, I know. I gotta it's, watch it. It's about a kid making a video game that's a choose your own adventure based on a book that's a choose your own adventure where the guy goes crazy. Right. And he's going crazy. Yeah. And we're the ones choosing what he does. Yeah. It's It's pretty it, cool. It's layered and it's super cool and it's really fun. Yeah.
3: Black Mirror is the best.
1: Yeah. I can't wait for season 5 whenever That is, uh, um, because it's causing me ignominy. I like his song. Yeah, it's good.
3: It's uh, it's certainly been in my head a lot since we talked about "Kazakhstan." <laughs> <causing nominee. laughs> uh, I yeah, I like it when the double time comes in for sure. I like the ending too. There's some cool stuff that happens there. Whoa. Yeah, Whoa. Little gang folks action.
1: Oh man, what what song was it? Is it "Jars of Clay" that has the that crazy snare roll at Should the be, end yeah yeah Ugh, yeah i just i forgot to mention that yeah, when, we, call. when we did that so that that redeems jars of clay sure
3: twisted words
1: pretty I good yeah So fucking sweet. But number one. Number still. one in yes. my heart. <laughs> number one. Oh god. That's, so yeah. let me just since I've been all over the fucking place this episode. <laughs> uh-huh. Let's just reiterate.
2: Yeah.
1: Both our number ones is walking by. I can imagine. uh time brings change is my number two, okay. and one ad is my number three.
3: Okay. Uh, walking by number one, one yep. add number two, pxpx number three. Okay,
1: I've just been. My head has not been. It's just been all over the place. The first time we've done this. It's a little confusing. <laughs> yeah. So, like, there's <laughs> three, <laughs> three songs, and I have to like put them in order. Fuck.
3: Well, that was part of it too. Is I was putting them in order from the beginning, and you were just kind of choosing three at a time yeah so that kind of screws it up because you're yeah. like what goes where
1: yeah i've i've been wildly inconsistent <laughs> throughout the series so we, we uh we got four more to how, what are we doing here
3: time wise how are we how are we doing are we gonna break three i gotta I, know
1: i, I don't want to tell you okay fine <laughs> four more then, to go because
3: then you're just gonna want to <laughs> rush through that's it that's fair let's take our time no room
1: song pretty much rules i like this one a lot yeah um so it it the song has grown on me um Mm. it it's i've always sort of like tossed it in with like Mm. you know the end songs that i didn't really care for like jj song one way window or dead end yeah those are songs i don't really care care for um i'm with you
3: but I've always liked yeah. this one though. I mean the like who could you be me probably me it too long? And so it's a great intro.
1: Yeah. Um so this is no, this is nothing against the band, but
3: <laughs> I do remember that one. As
1: we've been going through each song, uh I've been <laughs> during the songs I've been pointing out to John all the uh copy errors all the copy and... errors in this that uh like for, wh- for whatever reason, uh, because I care for you, my friend, the A and CARE is capitalized.
3: That one's particularly egregious. I remember that one from being a kid and been like, come on, guys. I expect more from my fellow teenagers.
1: Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, there's... there's, uh, I, I should just go through and just mark them all with a red pen. Yeah, I let to Mike. <laughs> Please find the lyrics book closed with see me after the concert (laughs) (laughs) yes i am i'm just mike go write your name on the board and we'll have the i'll talk after class Mm -hmm. uh everybody's favorite sound uh jj famously now um or not famously because uh, he was just he was just on Mike's podcast, so that makes him famous. Oh, JJ! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! Let me. Uh, <laughs> just gotta hear it a third time. Yeah, the, 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 the it blew out. Don't look. <laughs> We're not, it's not too bad. No. Um,
3: I mean, it's bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think that line means? <laughs> I literally wrote it down. I think what he's saying is like, we what, can't...
1: What we're asking is, <laughs> yes, what we think the line, um, it's we're not right to sit today. at home, yeah. we're the church of today, not the church of tomorrow.
3: I think he's just saying, don't put things off, like, if we want to be the church, we got to do stuff now. Um, but it's an, it's an interesting line. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Not one of my faves. Uh, I assume it's some sort of ode to J.J. Janes. <laughs> It's not really about him, but maybe he really dug it. I don't know. He was their uh, guitar tech. Eventually, I think just a buddy. In the Beginning. Yeah,
1: he 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 was just a dude that kind of hung around, and then they like threw him a couple him. threw him a couple bucks to help unload stuff.
3: It's gonna be us soon. It's true. It's um, true. Uh, nice little jazzy flourishes at the end, though. Not there. There we go. Into it. Into it, into the line. I am myself. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? I'm myself and no one else. Yeah. Senior quote.
1: (laughs) Deep as fuck.
3: Yep. One way window. everything in that song is fuzzy. Yeah, not uh, not a lot of variance on that one. No.
1: <laughs> kind of a sludge fest. <laughs> it is it is it seems like the the song all the instruments were played on a fuzzy yeah. uh, like fuzzy pedals and then they channeled the song through a
3: fuzzy pedal yeah the instruments were all just exhausted at this point <laughs> <laughs> just ended already <laughs> let me die
1: <laughs> but
3: they wouldn't because there's dead end still to come
1: oh, they couldn't see through the one-way window <laughs> to get to the dead end <laughs> This it sounded like they pushed the drum kit down the stairs. <laughs> yeah. While he was playing it, just like strapped him to the drum set and kicked him down the stairs. If you're going to
3: go out, go out with a bang. A great like, ending.
1: The one-man band from Mary up and just like <laughs> falling down the stairs, <laughs> just got shoved down a spiral staircase. Yeah, that's not my favorite song in no. the record. And like you know, here's the thing: I don't want to end on a negative note. Like, I feel like I feel like there there's some low hanging fruit. Yeah, on this album to just like just kind of take shots at. But if I it think... were
3: 15 songs, or 16 even. Yep. And <clears throat> a lot of the songs were a little shorter. Yeah. It would be like
1: no flaws. Yeah.
3: Apart from, you know, the rougher early production. Yeah. Stand,
1: but. I, I, I think that there's my final thought on this record as we talk about it again. Um, as some people say they love this record, it's in their top three. Then there are other people who say this is not their favorite. It's never been their favorite. Never will be. Um, I think there's a lot to love about this record. I think uh there's a lot to be that's left to be desired for this record as well. Um but I always return to the fact that they were kids yeah. in high school recording this and they and that Mike is an incredible yeah. songwriter. Yeah. And what he was able to accomplish at such a young age what he continues to accomplish in his songwriting and his uh his he's just he doesn't quit
3: yeah i mean there's a core to these songs um that you can tell there's a reason why they're still a band yeah 25 years later <laughs> yep um And yeah, their songwriting skills, their playing ability and chops are on display. There's some fuzziness around that core (laughs) of goodness, but you can tell that, I mean, these are, these are talented kids.
1: You could tell from this record that they were going places and that this, this album at the time, it, it. It's, it's struck a chord with us and the, and, you know, I think a lot of people feel the same way about teenage politics that they feel about this record. Yeah.
3: Which is crazy to me, but yeah I also, I mean, I get it, but like. That's... I don't. I refuse to get it. <laughs> I get it in the sense that like teenage politics is not it's so too, far. It's too confusing. It's, yeah. I mean, it's like poking at you, smoking at you. No, it's not a good joke. Um. <laughs> calling
1: calling it as a joke is very generous.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know it's always going great when I'm <laughs> greeted with silence. Um, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm just saying, yeah, sonically, probably Teenage Politics is closer to Pocanetcha than any of the other records. Yeah, um, maybe not like song wise, but. Anyway. I
1: do think teenage politics sounds better than poking at shit. Uh, 100%. Yes. <laughs> I think that's, I mean, in terms of, I think from life in general on, yep. there's no looking back right. at at that sort of sound style. Right. So I I think I think we've said maybe all that needs to be said. I think
3: all that's left to say is may. <laughs> In the immortal words of Mike Herrera. Yes. All right, before we break the three-hour mark, let's wrap this thing up. Um, or,
1: oh, we're not gonna be able to wrap it up in under three. Jeez. Okay. I bet it, I can deserved,
3: do it. it deserved. It deserved <laughs> it. Yeah, we gave it. We gave it its proper due. Um, we don't totally know what we're gonna be talking about next time, but we might do some <clears throat> Mike features on other songs. Yes, yeah, maybe. I think that's possible.
1: I reached out to somebody um, for a potential interview, but I haven't heard back. All right. I haven't heard back from them yet, so.
3: Cool. Maybe it'll be somebody great. Never know with our feed. (laughs) That's true. In the meantime, give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Send us some chocolate. Rate and review us. (laughs) Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Send us an email, magnifiedpod at gmail.com.
1: Or you can leave us a voicemail at 872-762-4763, 872-7-mag-pod. If you'd like
3: to support us, head over to patreon.com slash magnifiedpod. I don't know why you'd need to when you're getting three hours of content for free, <laughs> but that's okay. There's even more stuff over there John, what find. the fuck? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I mean, definitely go over there. You can get six-hour episodes soon. On the next episode... We don't know exactly what'll be happening, but whatever it is, it'll be about time for a podcast at our house. It wouldn't be the same without you. So join us, won't you? <laughs>